Welcome to the Next Dimension Podcast, your portal to an extended reality. Every week we talk about the hottest topics in XR and let you join the discussion live on MRTV. And now, get ready for another exciting episode coming up. Hi, welcome back to Season 4, Episode 2 of the Next Dimension Podcast. Your podcast that's all about VR and AR. And wow, we haven't been here for a very long time. So we were all very busy, but I'm super happy now to catch up and to do the year-end show with Tatiana from Disco VR. Tatiana, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, Sebastian. How are you? Good to be on the show. Back. <laughs> yeah, great to be back. Yeah, cool, cool. And also here with Steve, VR Flight Sim guy. Steve, how are you doing? I'm really doing very well. Thank you, Seb. In the jungle here, chilling out, looking forward to the show. Wow, it's, <laughs> it looks very warm where you are. That's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, Birds nice, are singing, nice. everything. I've got a campfire going on. It's fantastic. <laughs> Perfect. Nice. How are great. you, Seb? Yeah, I'm also good. I'm I'm back in Germany right now. Um, I've been in Taiwan for a very long time, right? And now I'm back for Christmas. And as you can tell, I'm not in my MRTV headquarter. I'm actually back at home because the MRTV headquarter is so cold right now and it will take very long to get it to the temperature where I can stay there for two hours. So I thought like, you know what? No, I simply do it from home today. <laughs> Hope that will work out. But I think yes. Yeah, so I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to catch up with you. So I'm looking forward to talk about all the topics that we didn't talk about for the last weeks where we didn't see each other and simply to catch up with you. Yes. So for all of you out there who don't know yet about this podcast, this podcast, well, before it, it was like, <laughs> like every week we were going online, but then we were all busy. Tatiana became a mother. I was running around in Taiwan and Steve also had very lots of things to do, right? We were, we were all super busy. So yeah, but normally every week and well, this is being live streamed on MRTV right now, but you can also listen to this as an audio podcast everywhere where you can find audio podcasts. Yes. And well, if you love the show, and if you want us to come back more often, absolutely give us that five-star review on iTunes. Get out your iPad or your, your iPhone, find the podcast app, find us, and give us a five-star review if you enjoy this show. Yes, exactly. So we got, we got lots of things to catch up on. Well, we're going to talk about hardware, of course, as we always love to do. We're going to talk about the new Vario XR4, the 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 fourth, um, yeah, the first fourth generation of headsets from Vario. Very exciting. We can order it right now, actually, and it is supposed to arrive in this month already. So still in this year. That's going to be interesting. We're also going to talk about the Somnium VR one, and uh, a few select YouTubers are able to see it very soon in uh, in Prague. Let's see who's going to be that. <laughs> who's going, <laughs> who's oh, going to check it out? We're ready, aren't we? Really? No, I, no, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so, so yeah, that, that's good. And then, obviously, we have lots of catching up to do about um, software as well. Assassin's Creed Nexus came out a long time ago, and uh, yeah, we played it. Asgard's Wrath Two came out yesterday. 
And all of us have completed it already. Yeah, it's perfect. Twice. So we're going we're twice, yeah. Twice. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> we're going to look at the reviews out there already. So that's going to be interesting. Right. Okay. And then simply we go, we we really actually really need to catch up. So let's start with that first. So let's start with Tatiana. So tell tell us. How have you been? <laughs> what has been going on? Oh boy, I you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I want I want to know. I want to know for sure. I don't think that's the right podcast for me to tell you everything that's been going on, but <laughs> let's just say this was a really eventful and very very busy time. Um how long has it okay. been since I uh, was on on, on the show? I don't know. Like, months. We did month? the show for a long time actually. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been a while, and um, well, let's just say I'm I'm trying, <laughs> I'm doing my best, and I I I must say I'm actually pretty proud with the way I'm handling things right now because, you know, uh, like you've mentioned, I now have my my little one, and at the same time, I do work my full time job at SideQuest, and I do maintain my channel and. You know, even though it might not be as frequent uploads as before, I'm still pretty, I would say, proud that I managed to do it all still. And I try to celebrate little things and just give myself credit, um, you know, whenever whenever I do something that. Right. Sometimes. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> we are, it's been really exciting time, like really, really busy and so, so fun. Unfortunately, there's not enough time in the day to do all that's that's been happening. But I have been kind of trying to select the things that get me most excited. So, of course, when Quest 3 came out, I got obsessed with mixed reality. And I kid you oh, not, yes. three videos just talking about different mixed reality games. So, in total, I've covered, I think, 65 different mixed reality titles. What? Over the course of three videos. Oh, so that's wow. like, a, a, you know, the best, you know, 20 mixed reality games, another 20 mixed reality games, another 25. Wait, wait, There's wait. There are 60 games. mixed reality games out there already? I have no clue. Want. People have no idea how many mixed reality games are out there right now because there are some games that are being released uh, built uh, uh, as a mixed reality game, or there are so many games that add mixed reality modes to them and they work really great. Now, unfortunately, you know, um, with most games, the way mixed reality has been utilized is they just use the backdrop of their game, you know, as the mixed reality. So technically, it's not an interactive mixed reality game. I mean, a good example is, well, Demio, really, right? When you're right. playing this game, you're not really interacting with your surroundings. And there are many games that just allow you to see your pass through, but not actually do something with it. And the games that are truly mixing your reality with, with virtual one are very scarce. So, um, you know, First Encounters is the good example. Um, 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 or what it's is the, the only game? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm starting to remember the name. The drop, uh, the cabin, drop dead the cabin. So, the, the one that one as well. the zombies oh, are cool. coming at you, you know, in your house, they're coming through your windows, they're coming through your doors. So, that one really right. uses your your actual space, right? And, right. Uh, like synth writers, you know, there's also a wall opening up, and the the orbs are coming at you there. So, anyway, I got really obsessed with that. 
Um, and um, I'm, I'm actually quite excited about the mixed reality titles because I can, you know, see my surroundings. And now it's increasingly important for me to be present in my world. <laughs> I can't be away right. from Right, very true. <laughs> you need to see um, what your little one is doing, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and that made me realize that, ah, dang it, the quality of Faster is still not there. Um, you know, it's, it's still hard to see like the little things, like even the facial expressions on him. I can't see it very well. And I think that he's getting a little scared of me when I'm wearing the headset. <laughs> so I'm not Aww. going to be hovering over him with this big thing on right. because he wouldn't recognize that it's me. So that's right. Funny. Right. We're still uh, quite um, quite a far away from these headsets that look like sunglasses. Well, speaking of how does it look like sunglasses and using them socially, I did do something that was really, really fun and scary to me. I um, a, a little while ago, I wore Quest 3 to a supermarket. <laughs> I saw no the way. thumbnail. I, <laughs> I had no chance to, to watch it yet. But how was it? I, I, saw the, I saw like one customer at Walmart right in your thumbnail. And I thought like, oh, wow. <laughs> what yeah. did he think? Yeah, yeah. So you should watch that video. It actually no, I want to. turned out a really fun one. Um, <laughs> first of all, it was really, really freaking scary to do that because it was completely out of my comfort zone. But of course. I just thought, well, you know, screw that. Like, I want to try it because ever since I got it, I wanted to do something like that. I wanted to do this little social experiment or quest pyramid, if you will. <laughs> and uh, I did it. <laughs> And I, you know, the longer I used it there, the more kind of natural it felt. Once you're already doing it, it's not as scary as, you know, before you've done it. And um, I've I've got some reactions, but for the most part, it was very interesting to see how people were actively trying to to not stare because. Mm -hmm. There's still some social norms. So some people were trying to like, oh, this is just another person who's crazy in Walmart. <laughs> and <laughs> it's a normal thing, and, right? To be and, crazy at um, Walmart. But the thing is, I, you know, I have the cameras there. So I can, you know, if the person is right there in front of me, they are not looking, but then they do when they're like thinking that I'm not seeing them, <laughs> but the camera captured it all. So um it was interesting. It was a very, very interesting experience because I tried to actually use it functionally. So I made a shopping list and I put the shopping list in my headset. So on a Google Drive and I had it oh, in okay. front of me in VR. <laughs> Could you read it then? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. How did you do it? Like, um, how did you show the, the shopping list? How did it work? Um, well, I put I just opened a browser and I opened oh, yeah, okay. Um, okay. That makes Google sense. Drive. Right, right, right. Of course. We just yeah. put it there. <laughs> yeah, so cool. that was one thing I tried. <laughs> I like that idea. It's amazing. But then uh, then I did a second thing too, because you know that Walmart it was huge and uh, uh, I had some stuff there that I didn't know where to find. So I also opened the Walmart website in VR and <laughs> I, I typed in like where can I find you know whatever I was looking for and it would give me an aisle uh, number and and then I would go and find it so I tried to use it functionally I tried to do something in it that could actually help and not just wear it for the sake of wearing it right uh, so instead of 
holding a phone in front of you, you know, it was already in front of me. And I thought um, that in the future, it would be so cool if uh, some kind of AR features were incorporated. Like if I couldn't find something and I would put it in an app, it would show me the way to go. For sure. In that, that, Walmart. Yeah, yeah, they're doing, they're working on this, actually. That's, uh, yeah, like indoor um, Google Maps is happening. Yeah, yeah. So something like that, you know, it, it combined with the pass-through on Quest 3 or Quest 4 or whatever has that will come next that will have a much better pass-through quality um, will be amazing. And then it will be less noticeable too, because I'm sure it will look just like a visor or just some some kind of glasses. Right. So basically, I tried to use them as AR glasses. There you go. Cool. And uh, I, I, I think it took me about 40 minutes to shop everything. And I managed to find everything and uh, buy everything, all wearing Quest sets. So I thought it was success. <laughs> yeah, big success. And how successful was the video? Like I would, I would guess it was successful because the thumbnail was so good. I, I really want to click it, but then I didn't have time. But, but uh, I, how did I, it go? It didn't do that, <laughs> but I think that more people need to watch it. Come on, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Yeah. My, watch this. Okay, it is absolutely on my watch list now. But I think that it's uh, it's a, it's a pretty. It turned out to be a pretty fun video. Like it's just a fun one to watch, and I and I would like to share it more. Wow. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, when 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 the when the quest came out, I I actually also thought about something like this. I thought about going to one of those night markets in Taiwan wearing the thing. You know, the night markets, they have lots of food and it's full of people. Like it's it's just a huge crowd of Asian people. <laughs> and then I thought, oh, yeah, it would be funny, me wearing that thing. <laughs> yeah. But the, in the end I didn't do it. But uh, yeah, probably I'll yeah, well, do it. It's people. really scary, yeah. I think half it, of it my looks a bit scary, right? Yeah, who are saying that I would never do that? I would never do that. I'm like, I, I, I never thought I would do that, but I just, <laughs> I just want to do something, something crazy. I don't know. You know what? If, mm. What would have been really scary would have been if you wore the Pimax crystal. Yeah, <laughs> yes. You'd probably because be taken the, away in a white. Um... The, the Pimax crystal also has pass through now, at least in in the latest updates. So you could have walked through that orchid. I might try that. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> wow, oh, Steve, dear. do it, please, do it. Oh, can you imagine? You know, that? there was an interesting comment there. Um, someone said, "Well, first of all, my idea, my kind of um, um, theory was that you know it was actually filmed it about two weeks before Halloween." All oh, right. And right. I was thinking, okay, I'm actually not getting as crazy reactions as I thought. It's possible some people thought it was a costume. Okay. Okay. It was close to Halloween. But at the same time, some people in the comments said that, you know, this this headset looks kind of small and it looks, you know, like some people might have thought it's some kind of a device for visually impaired people. <laughs> and I'm yeah, like, oh, good, so good, true, true. Maybe that's why people were like, you know, some of them were, oh, very respectful. No, excuse me. <laughs> oh, 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 lady, could I help you with your, <laughs> with your grocery? <laughs> no. so, um, but it was so interesting. And I, I did wear it to a place, uh, like a supermarket that is known for very Crazy interesting people. crowd. Okay. And uh, um, I don't know. I, let's just say that it's possible I was not the weirdest person in Walmart. <laughs> right, right. I did um, see some interesting videos about people at Walmart on YouTube where it seems like um, you would not um, pop out at all. 
<laughs> with wearing that thing. It's a big store. There's a high chance you will see someone crazy. Well, that day it was me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. The crazy person was me. Great, great. Um, but then I did play. Uh, or just like to step away from from that. And yeah, I I hope you'll get the time to watch it because that's the most yeah, different video I've ever done on my channel. Like I've never done anything like this before, but I might in the future because I thought it was really fun. And I don't think that there's a, a whole lot of content like that on the internet. So um, it's it's really fun. But I did like try to, it's very hard now with the little, very little time that I have to be so selective about what kind of games I play. And um, that limits me a lot, but I did play uh, Vampire the Masquerade Justice. All right, me Love too, yeah. that game so much. Um, Assassin's Creed, we will talk about it. And uh, Lego Brick Tales. Okay, cool. Perfect. Yeah, I also really Very want good. to play the Lego game because I was yeah. a fan of Lego when I was smaller and now I can play it again. <laughs> so so is, tell us a bit about your thoughts about the game. Is it AR? Uh, is there an AR mode to it? Or, yeah. Oh, none of, you, none of you has played it yet? No, no I have not, no. Oh, goodness. So <laughs> I remember last time we talked about it, I was actually the one skeptical about it, and you yeah. were excited. No, I'm, I'm still excited. <laughs> I will play it, but I still didn't have time yet. So this is, yeah, it's... Uh, it's uh, Lego Brick Tales is probably like the dream come true of Lego fans or any mm. people who enjoy, you know, building and constructing different things because it's it just makes it so easy and so intuitive to get into it. And it mm. maintains that feeling of like creativity. So the way it works is yes, everything is in pass through, but you can also turn on the virtual environment around you. It, it's you can do either way. Um, what I loved most about it is that it does have storyline and it has a linear progression. And following the storyline, your little characters um, is building, like solving the quests by building different things to progress. Cool. And every time it's a different condition on how to build it, like build a helicopter, but it needs to, you know, not topple over, like it needs to to carry from point A to point B. So many different kind of conditions on how to build stuff. And there is no one correct way to build them. Mm -hmm. That's what my favorite thing okay, is. Cool. Because yeah. even when you Just buy like an actual Lego. Lego set, yeah, like even with actual Lego sets, there's not much creativity outlet all oh, right right yeah exactly you can you know you follow the instructions which is also fun there are some some puzzles where you need to follow the instructions and build something exactly but most of the times you just get us you, you get a set of lego blocks bricks yeah and you need to figure out your own way how to complete the puzzle and everyone's got something different and as long as it works it works um, does it um, simulate stepping on lego in the middle of the night <laughs> you can create sure. that everybody has done that before you can, cre you can, you can create you that, that with the extra lego <laughs> yeah you can sprinkle some lego you know the exclusive like the um expanded version comes with a with a bag of actual legos that you're supposed yeah. to oh, really? your you have to throw them on the on exactly on, on the floor so and you, you walk over it of mess and, yeah okay cool yeah it's, so it's uh, physically the the lego the way it fits together is it is is it used using hand controllers or can you use your own hands uh, as part of it? Because well, I, I find it quite would it be quite well, clunky I, with controllers? So I have no idea actually how it just would work. Controllers, I I don't think it has hand tracking, okay, but that's, that's a shame. Like, it's okay. Um, 
Uh, it's just, you know, the the feeling that you get with building it is pretty like similar because you're already familiar with all the little pieces, but you don't have to uh, like you're not afraid that you're going to lose them or anything. <laughs> and uh, every world that you're appearing in is built with Lego blocks. So it's not just nice. 3D rendering of the world. It's uh, um, like every tree, right? Every bridge. You can you can like look at it closely and you'll see that it's all built with little real Lego, Lego pieces. pieces. So technically, you could recreate anything you see in the game in real life. If you had the right pieces, can you imagine some of the people that are going to be out there in the community making probably massive worlds with Lego? It, it would look amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, there is a there is a store, um, you know, in a city close to me that has like a like a uh, some kind of a Lego or a construction like a little store where you can get a um, different blocks and just create something of your own, not a box, but just pick it piece by piece and there was a really cool dragon in the game and i'm like dang it i want to build this dragon so you could mm -hmm. zoom in and see every detail buy the exact pieces and build something that you saw in the game how cool would that be got this horrible feeling that, that one day with this being like almost a new genre of vr that would you know i can imagine them having like purchases within the game so you get extra lego packs that will cost like 60 pounds it's like ridiculous you know like in some types of like racing sims and mobile games i hope it doesn't go that way where wow you know, it, it, you know well that's download the content it's a completely new um idea here steve maybe i should have said anything maybe someone's <laughs> yeah, listening in let's call it dlc and let's make this a huge business <laughs> yes not it's not is it N nfc they call it or something <laughs> in app purchases or whatever it's called i don't know what it's called what the acronym is but but yeah that whatever that is anyway well i actually hope that they will get something like that because right now <clears throat> right now they only have like a linear progression on the quest and it has so many different things you can build within each quest and you can always go back to it and um change it like beautify it like make it nice and pretty instead of just functional Okay. But it doesn't have just a sandbox mode where you just get a bunch of bricks and you build something unrelated to the quest. Or it doesn't have like, a... yeah. So, the, so there are no 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 things that you can build that are not related to the storyline. But that would be nice if they did have something like that. So maybe maybe they will add it, and then yeah, I can see the potential <laughs> of the expansion. NFT. That's the thank you. I know it's N something. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, NFT. Maybe, yeah. Well, yeah, that is, <laughs> yeah, that has to do with blockchain. Non fungible token. Yeah, there you are, you see. <laughs> yeah. I know I was on the right path somewhere. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right. I haven't even um, seen a trailer of this or anything. So I can't imagine what it's like. To, to Is it a standalone? Obviously, standalone because it would be able to run on the quest quite well, wouldn't it? So how much is it? Is it expensive? How much is it? Oh, let me check. Um, I thought it was like around twenty-five dollars. I'll need to double check. Quest three <laughs> We content creators are the worst, right? Because we get all those games for free. We have no idea how expensive <laughs> those games are. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> I. <laughs> I wish that um, I had the time to play them all. Right now, even like getting to them is a luxury. So it changes your hobby into a job. That's not the best thing. 
but right. I'm not going to complain about it. It's still awesome. It's still good. Yeah, agree. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's I. It's not a whole lot that I've done during this time, but I've, I've been <laughs> I've been really busy. selecting. I've been really very selective on the type of content I make, and it's it's pretty good. Like I'm I'm happy with everything I've made so far. I just wish that there was more time to do even more. Of course. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, great. Thanks for letting us know, Tiana. So <laughs> this is it, or do you want to share anything more? <clears throat> um, I I am working on one thing, just I'm going to mention it very quickly, just in the spirit of Quest Experiment. Um, you remember you played uh, the piano game on oh, the yeah. RPM? Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw you. I saw, I saw and heard, heard you in the game. That was good. Um, yeah, so uh, I actually am working on a video right now. Um, so when my parents were here, I involved them. <laughs> cool. So they're having a cameo in one of my upcoming videos, um, trying VR for the first time and trying to play the piano for the first time in VR. Oh, nice, nice. That's good. That's cool. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of people are asking, you know, is it actually beginner friendly? Is it actually possible to do for someone who's never played piano, for someone who's never even done VR? And I can't be objective with that because I've done both. And people are like, oh, there's no way, there's no way I could do, I could play like that. So, so I involved some true beginners to show what this app is really like for beginners. Cool. Yeah. Well, it's good because I, I played it and I'm a complete beginner, not with VR, obviously, but with piano playing. So <laughs> that went pretty well, I thought. Mm -hmm. As mm -hmm. a piano player myself, I should try it, see what it's like, actually. You play the piano? Yeah. Yeah. Piano, guitar. Oh, I didn't know about the piano. I knew about the yeah. guitar. <laughs> Actually, uh, Steve is a super uh, a great musician, right? It's even it's even like a part of your job, Steve. And you're like, <laughs> well, yeah, you're, I, I, you're playing gigs on the weekend and in, in things, you know, like like real, yeah, real I'm, deal. I'm a, I'm a music therapist by day and a VR crazy YouTuber by night, <laughs> <laughs> and a gig. And nice. I've, seen, I've been two bands as well, so yeah, a bit busy. Really, wow, but, but, that yeah. is cool. Wow. That is really cool. Yeah, cool. Oh, you should nice. try it. I'm, I'm curious to see what you, yes, what you think about really yeah. app, that. It's very it different. Cool. I don't know how you've learned. I mean, did you go to like, did you have a, a musical education or did you just, are you self-taught? Both, weirdly. Uh, I started off uh, self-taught on the guitar and stuff, but then I did go to college afterwards and did all the grades and everything. <laughs> so I did it the opposite way around, weirdly. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm I'm curious to see what you what you think because it's a very different uh, different way of learning. But I don't know about you, but anyone I've obviously got a limited time using the Quest Three with just hand tracking. But I almost get like a phantom touch feeling when I touch things. Uh, so I don't know whether that would feel like that in, in the piano. But like when I move menus and, and sort of like pinch <laughs> things, I was doing it the other day actually. Just sat chilling out. I was just messing around with menus and things in uh pass through mode and then using my hands it's almost like i could feel touching the the thing i don't know if you've ever wow. had that experience before like a phantom touch sensation was yeah. it just me <laughs> probably <laughs> was just you I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised though if that it just, it almost tricks your brain to think that you actually are be. feeling or you yeah. should be you know should be feeling because it's something. so real it looks so real yeah, there amazing. like floating in front of you right it's, yeah. it's pretty good yeah agreed yeah yeah 
Cool. Um, so I've got Steve... like some sort of haptics in my own hands or something. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, tell us a bit more about um, how your weeks and month have been like, actually. What, what did you do when, we, when you yeah, were not well, on the podcast? I'll be very quick because obviously we want to yeah. have a shorter show today and uh, we've got a few things to talk about. But yeah, generally speaking, I've been using the Quest 3 quite a lot, obviously. You know, it's um, a very exciting headset and um as my well as i've been using it my opinions have been changing slightly over it um you know and even for um not just for standalone which it's absolutely fantastic for love it for that as we'll talk about later with assassin's creed and asgard's wrath but uh for a pcvr headset it's uh it's performing much better i feel than the quest 2 particularly because of the xr2 gen 2 chipset which gives it that little bit better processing for streaming and then with the advent of virtual desktop now it's got vdxr which is an open xr integration into that platform uh using things like msfs uh is just it's changed the game quite a lot a lot of my subscribers are moving on now from the reva g2 to the quest 3 even though it's not a native pc headset it seems that even with a 30 series graphics card things are pretty damn good with it, which is really good. Um, I mean, people are even using godlike mode, super sampling it with a bit of favorite rendering in there, fixed, obviously, because it's got eye tracking. It's running really well. So as an all-round headset, uh, bigger I'm, FOV. I'm, I'm very impressed. Yes, of course. Like yeah. the bigger, bigger FOV than the G2, right? And the, the better lenses. It does make a difference. It's, I was, it's pretty great, yeah. Yeah, and for, for me, though, like... <laughs> Even though I'm a Pimax <laughs> Crystal owner, right, and an AKX owner, my first impression of the Quest 3, it, for me, it was the most uncomfortable headset I've ever worn. But wow. since then, of course, we've had lots of accessories. So I've been checking them out, and I've been getting quite a lot through the, uh, you know, delivering from different manufacturers, which is great, obviously. But I've been trying to sort of decide which ones I prefer. And I did make a video just the other day. Uh, about my sort of favorite accessories for the quest and with those well obviously it's going to bump the price up a lot but it does check it transforms the headset really does like uh some of the battery head straps out there like the bobo uh is it m3 and the m3 Orbica, Pro, yeah. yeah the orbica one with the 8000 milliamp battery uh it's, for me it's great i can I mean, I played. I was playing assassin's creed the night for three hours straight which i've never done that before with any standalone game um uh, just simply because it's really comfortable and it's sort of really makes the headset really good so yeah i've been really enjoying the quest 3 more now that it's starting to we're starting to see some really good accessories for it it definitely needs it uh that headset absolutely and if you think about actually the price of it with accessories it, it's quite expensive at that point but then it feels more premium so i think it's important so factor that in if you're going to buy one but I've really been enjoying it, really enjoying the Quest. It's funny. I actually found it quite comfortable with the soft strap. Yeah, some people I've, have said that. But for me, I've, oh, I was actually feeling bruised on my face, like here and here. For whatever reason, <laughs> it was just like, I know it sounds ridiculous because I, I I literally use a crystal. Like it's a massive brick of a headset. <laughs> yeah. I found that more comfortable than the Quest 3 with the uh, soft yeah, that, strap. That, well, that I would agree, though. Yeah. Or who? Which one? Which one are you agreeing with? <laughs> I, 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 I would agree. No, I, I would agree with with Steve that the, oh. the the crystal is more comfortable than the Quest Three with just the soft strap. 
But I would also agree with uh, Tatiana that I don't think the soft strap is so bad. Hmm. Okay. I don't understand that, but there you are. Yeah. You just be voted I, I have something here at the soft strap. Some, what is some that? It is something that will make it more stable. You know, I okay. bought it from, from Amazon. I didn't even make a video of it, but yeah, that is pretty good. But if you're adding something on top of the soft strap, why not just use one of the plastic straps that are out yeah, there? Well, yeah, yeah. This, this because I like to uh, use it um, lying down. And then this ah. is more then this is more comfortable than the, the big the big ones. So mm. yeah, I brought it I brought it on normally I have the the one with the battery in the back right the M3 Pro. But now I had it in the flight. <laughs> I was using oh, of it. Course. In, in, I was using it in the plane. <laughs> and it it, wow, it really? Yeah. Uh, because I wanted to make a video, actually, like, okay, how is it to use the Quest Three in the plane? <laughs> it I, totally did. It didn't work at all. It didn't work oh, at really? all. I actually like, made like, one like that like, about Quest Two. I, I yeah? did make a video okay. about the Quest Two, and it worked it, for me. For, for, for the Quest Three, it didn't work at all. Like the the menu was flying away all the time. So <laughs> I said, like, like, "Wow, that's too fast. I cannot use it." So for oh, some reason. Can't you un uh, disconnect the tracking? Like just uh, turn it into a three D three D O F. I no, I didn't find that function. Probably, probably there is this function. I don't know. Please tell me. But yeah, I was looking for that, but it didn't work. Yeah, I'm not uh, sure. Ender's V Arcade. It's probably hit the nail on the head. I don't know whether it's related to the strap itself because it is actually better in a way because it has that sort of cross section. It's better than the Quest Two, but maybe it is that cushion or the lack of. Uh, it kind of, I felt like it, it really pushed onto my forehead after, and after about sort of 15, 20 minutes, really hurt. Uh, I can't, you know, of all the headsets I've worn, I, I was shocked. So I, I couldn't wait to get rid of it. Um, you know, even the facial interface, but now with the AMVR one, which is pretty good, although it does have a bit of a, a light leakage, admittedly, but they are sorting that out, hopefully. With some of those accessories, yeah, it's made the Quest fantastic, and I've really been enjoying it. And as I say, I've, um, I haven't really been posting many videos. Well, I haven't been making any YouTube videos because I'm often very well ahead <laughs> um, when I'm posting videos. But for the past two to three weeks, all I've been really doing is enjoying Assassin's Creed, which I've now completed, and I'm I'm actually starting it again because uh, I'm wow. wow. yeah with the harder difficulty. Setting. Can I ask how many uh, hours it took you to beat? It? Yes, it's seventeen hours for me. Seventeen. Wow, which, that's nice. And not I, bad. I, I didn't collect. I'm not like one of these that collects every single thing. Uh, I sort of played it and sort of explored as I felt like doing it. I didn't really want to just. I think if you went to you know collect all of those, well, do those sort of uh, activities. You know, when you're throwing the uh, the arrow at uh, a few targets, or whether you're uh, what are they called? I can't think. There's a certain name for them, isn't they? Where you you, you jump and do those little obstacle courses, which I did. Actually, well, oh, yes, that's it. Park, parkour courses or whatever they are. I did quite a few of them, but I didn't do all of them. But yeah, just just yeah, just over 17 hours, which I think is pretty decent uh, for mm -hmm. a high quality game, which oh God, it's just I'm so impressed with. It. We'll talk about it more, obviously, in a bit. But, right. um, and then, of course, I've also been shock horror, been playing 2D games, actually. Um, <laughs> oh, recently. <laughs> this way, this past week, I've been playing Avatar. That's why I'm in the jungle. That's actually a screenshot from the game. Wow. Uh, 
And I, I personally feel, well, <laughs> with with Assassin's Creed Nexus and then Avatar, Ubisoft have really been knocking it out of the park with those two games. Both are sensational. They've done a fantastic job with both. Um, and I've really been enjoying Avatar. I mean, I'm a massive fan of the films anyway. I mean, yeah, the, the first yeah, Avatar the fantastic, yeah. is probably my favorite film of all time anyway. Um, so to be able to experience it in this game the way they have done it it's been in the making for six years and just the the musical score they had like a proper orchestra uh do all the music which was very much similar to that of the films and just the characters the feel of the whole thing is just fantastic and then you can use you can play the game co-op as well so for the past few days or so in fact even last night i was playing this till two o'clock in the morning with my friend uh, and we're oh. sort of we've got our own save where we're doing it on our own and then we're doing like a co-op sort of save oh, that's where we're cool. doing and the whole yeah. whole campaign can be done with another person and it's so much fun it's really great and i keep let thinking me, let myself, me guess. what will this be like in vr because eventually we're going <laughs> to get a mod for this we're going to hopefully it's, it's hopefully. already first person as well so that right. should take some of the you know some of the work out of it um, let me guess mm. your friend that you're playing that with he does not have a vr headset Yes, he's got my old Quest 2. Ah, you know? okay, okay, cool. <laughs> yes. So you know somebody who's a friend and who has a VR headset. That's good. Yep. Oh. <laughs> wow, that's seldom. We often play VR games together. In fact, this is the first wow. time we've played a 2D game in about two years because usually we're either in Stormland, uh, Walkabout Mini Golf, um, yeah, okay, Star okay, Wars cool. Squadrons, and a, f a couple of other like, co-op games as well. Nice, um, nice. So it was it was quite nice in a way. To go back to 2D, even though it felt quite strange, it was quite nice because I could just chill out and sort of just have a beer and have to worry about, you know, knocking anything over and stuff. And I wasn't yeah. annoying flat, anybody because I was in my own games room. are very enjoyable. There's a, there's, there will always be a place for them, but I see it the other way around is what anyone else does. I feel 2D games are a nice breakaway from VR, but VR is absolutely where it's at. And it, it, comparing the graphics to this, right? The graphics in this are absolutely top draw. I still enjoyed Assassin's Creed Nexus more uh, than okay. this game in terms of immersion, just because obviously, you you know, I'm preaching to converted here. It's VR. We all know it's the way to, to enjoy and be immersed and be present within the game. So yeah. regardless of how good this looks, you know, even a standalone game, as Assassin's Creed Nexus still blew me away more. Um, okay, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, just having a great fun. Obviously still doing the flight sim stuff as well. And I've been using, I really, I'm, I'm switching between two headsets these days. And it's quite funny because they're both completely different. Maybe that's why. And that is the big screen beyond. I've been using that quite a lot this last month mm. or so. It's, it's great, right? it's fun. And the Pimax Crystal. I've been using both of them, interchanging them, depending on my mood. And uh, I, I feel very lucky that I've got both of them. Um, you know, uh, and it, But it's also interesting switching backwards and forwards, sort of comparing the, the pros and cons of both of them. Because, yes, the Crystal is massive, but it's also actually quite comfortable. And it has the best visuals in VR, period. Absolutely. And then you've got the the Beyond, which is like the most comfortable headset, has the best colors, but then has glare and it's got a small sweet spot. So it's it's like we don't have that perfect VR headset. And that's probably why I'm switching between them both, because 
you know, I can't really settle on either one of them, really. Uh, but we're so close. Like... It looks like we are getting so close to the perfect headset. We're going to get there very soon. Get in there. I think we're getting there. Absolutely. And in, in many ways, the Quest 3 is probably the closest thing to a perfect VR headset, which is... I agree. I can't believe I'm saying that, but it really is. <laughs> it's so good. Especially every, everybody's in love with it. Yeah, I know. The lenses in that thing are better than that of a two, three, four thousand pound headset. Well, what's that about? Yeah, so no, it's, a, really it's, it's really fantastic. Yeah. If I could choose really one headset that I would want to use right now, it, it truly is the Quest 3. As much as I love the Crystal and the Big Screen Beyond, really, they are, all, they are both fantastic as well. But this can do it all. So, yeah, it is Damn. the headset that I would mm -hmm. recommend. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I would not have thought that I would say that like uh, one or two years ago, but it's just a fact. It's an amazing headset, and every everyone should have it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that, yeah. That, that that's it for me. Really, I could go on and that, but that that's sort of mainly it. So Seb, what have you yeah. been up to the past six years? Yeah. That's how long it feels like we've been. <laughs> yeah, wow. I was. <laughs> <laughs> like I was going crazy with the Quest Three. I was pumping yeah, out like sense. a video after video. I, I like for the I think for the for the last more than one month, I was pumping out a video in German and English every single day. Where I, I don't know, I, I play the Quest Three. I play some, try some games out, right? Because I'm now also doing like gaming, like MRTV plays. I was playing. Also, these mixed reality um, games. I have a very nice place in Taiwan where I can uh, try that out in the table tennis room. <laughs> so I tried out 11 table tennis in mixed reality. I tried out track craft in mixed reality. Mm. Like, yeah, like trying all these, these exciting things out. So uh, I'm really fascinated by the Quest 3 and by that mixed reality mode. This is really some added value where we are just scratching the surface of what's possible and where it shows us where this whole mixed reality is going to go. It's only the beginning. And the Quest 3 truly is the first headset that invites us to play real mixed reality games. So I am excited about it. And this is something that we can get in a package that costs like $500. Amazing. Truly amazing. So I'm excited about the headset. I'm trying out... Uh, yeah, accessories for the Quest 3. I made these typical Quest videos like, okay, top 10 best three Quest games. I made a tutorial how to play PC VR on Quest with a Steam link, right? It's super simple. But oh, it's really good that now, isn't it? Yeah, I've it's tried amazing. That. It is it's so, it's so cool. It is so simple. And I do believe that many people are going to use Steam link to play Steam VR games, right? So Were you so surprised when we first like set it up and it was like, oh, I'm in VR already. That was it. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was so, it was so simple. Crazy. It's like, um, wow, it's, it's so good. It's so well done. And because it's so simple and because you do not need to install something else on top of, of um, Steam on your computer, I truly believe that this is going to be the app of choice for many so wow mm. super strong competition for for gigadin of virtual desktop obviously still virtual desktop has more functions and is amazing it's but, still better especially for yeah, high-end vr 
Right, of course, of course. But I'm just thinking about the the typical standard um, person who picked up the Quest Three in a Walmart. Yes, <laughs> you can you can buy it at Walmart, right? I believe. <laughs> so, we don't have Walmart. Just to get it off of my head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I was thinking about Walmart now and all the time. Uh, about you, I think about you. Um, um, Quest Three, well, the big Quest Three. <laughs> Wow! Much yeah, but but <laughs> but those not super VR enthusiasts, they are simply going to pick up the Steam Link, right? Because it truly is so simple, so well done, and you don't need to install something extra. Even even compared to Air Link, which is from Meta, this is way simpler, right? For Air Link, while well, you have to install that old Oculus, still called Oculus desktop app. Right, and uh, it's not easy to find, and the whole thing is complicated. So, yeah. so it also overloads right? your computer, probably, right? Because you need to run oh, yeah. that, and you need to run Steam VR on top of that. So, just like with virtual desktop, it kind of cuts that uh, Oculus one. So it's, I think it saves your computer resources, so it should be performing better. No, right? I, I would say no. Actually, the virtual desktop has way better performance than Steam Link better okay yeah 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 just just okay. because of the vdxr openxr it, it's so it runs so much better um yeah um, giga dan is doing his uh, software magic right but right. Yeah, it, it won't matter say for most people who yeah that's, play that's, 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 that's a point that's a point for the for, for the normal user matter. this is just I'm not so <laughs> it's <I'm> weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're all good. But um, yeah, for the normal the user, it's great. Though. It's the airling that is trying to overload your computer and not the virtual desktop. Right, okay. That, that, so, that makes sense. That makes sense. So yeah. probably not many people are going to go to use airling from now. And I was... Airling isn't very very good this time around. I don't know what's going on, but it's, it's not, not so bad. It but it's, it's the thing is also what's interesting, like Boss, the, the the CTO of Meta, he even said like, oh, you know what? Steam Link is here and it is the easiest way to play PC Beyond Quest. So even he acknowledged that on X, which is pretty interesting. Yeah, so it's a big thing. Yeah, so yeah, I made lots of, oh, I made so many videos. I was pumping them out on a daily basis. It was crazy. So crazy. yeah. Making I you am... feel guilty about <laughs> not making enough. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was really, really doing lots of videos, um, really enjoying that new headset, the Quest 3. But I also did some videos about the Crystal and the Big Screen Beyond. And yeah, a pretty good mix. And now I'm back here in, in Germany. I, I arrived like a couple of days ago. And I really felt that, wow, I need to relax a bit. So I was just like here with my family, enjoying the Christmas market here in Germany and uh, simply uh, relaxing and doing nothing. I could, I could really feel that making daily videos, wow, it really it was exhausting honestly speaking yeah and i even, I even don't have a, a, a child like tatiana i can just imagine how, how exhausting it must be no. to have a child and to have like a youtube channel so i never made daily videos <laughs> even before i had a child okay so okay it's okay. not healthy <laughs> yeah I, I i could really tell yeah. like wow now like i was in that groove and doing it but now when i arrived here back in germany well i could really like feel how how exhausting that actually was so i'm happy to 
just relax yeah. a bit and don't do any videos right now. So so now with this podcast, I'm going into the flow again. Now we're starting to create content. And tomorrow I'm going to do the German podcast. And tonight I will start to play Asgard's Wrath 2 because we were making fun because none of us has played Asgard's Wrath 2. <laughs> we've all, which we've is, all got it. Which is so funny. We've all thought it. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've all, <laughs> I like is, that. Which is so funny. We're probably the only VR podcast oh, where oh. no one has played the biggest game for standalone ever, which is so funny. But we will obviously uh, talk about the reviews and um, definitely discuss it. Yeah. Uh, so, well, Asgard's Wrath is a commitment, though. You have to understand yeah, exactly. that over hundred hours of gameplay is very intimidating. Yeah. For infinite. people right. who live, I am intimidated by that. At a time. <laughs> so, yeah, if it's an amazing kind of you know um, use case for gigs. gamers to get it, but not, yeah, not everyone right. can commit that much right away. So. It's it's coming though. It's coming. We are all. Going I to I, I really want. Yeah, I really want to experience it, and I will start to play tonight. And actually, there was one game that I recently played, which really um, excited me. I must say, and I did not expect that at all because I really don't like horror games or any game that is dark and frightens me. But I played <laughs> Resident Evil Four on PSVR two, right? The remake, and I was absolutely stunned how much fun it was the, the graphics it looks so beautiful it looks so good like i was not used to this kind of graphics because i was playing quest 3 all the time and obviously it's nice quest 3 but it's still like on a mobile processor right but then to see the remake of resident evil 4 and it's so beautiful coming from the playstation 5 wow it was so good and i can just tell everyone who has who has the, the PSVR 2, check out Resident Evil 4. The graphics, the, the, the VR gameplay, it is beautiful. And I can't actually, I can't wait to go back, even though I hate horror. I really And you are not horror. scared? You were no, scared no. to play it? I was, I was not so scared because I was live streaming it. So I knew I was not alone. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no, really, no, really. Maybe really. that's how I, I should play horror games. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I was not alone. And uh, so I t on PSVR 2, you can turn on the function where they it would read the comments of the people, right? So I was not alone. They were speaking to me. So I was not feeling so bad about it. And the good thing is Resident Evil 4 is not so terrible. It is not this kind of horror where you can feel there's some evil spirits like haunting you it's 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 on the mild side of horror so that's why i can accept it and i played it as a teenager on the gamecube so yeah i'm okay with it but yeah but so so resident evil 4 wow on the psvr 2 absolutely amazing super exciting and um, yeah i actually brought the ps5 back from taiwan to germany in my carry-on baggage, just so I can play that game. So yeah, it means something. Oh. I, I played it on the Quest 2 when it came out. Do you remember the standalone? Oh, yeah, 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 right. It was also good, right? It was I also really good. enjoyed it. Yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed that. And again, I'm not really into those kind of games, generally speaking, but yeah, just the storytelling. You could tell it was just a classic game, isn't it? It's, it's one that got away from me. I never did play it when I was a kid for some reason, probably the only person. Yeah. So when <laughs> I, I kind of experienced that all over again, uh, but in VR. And it, yeah. So I you were also... You were also the only person who didn't watch Matrix, but I, I'm happy that you yeah, have that. <laughs> that you're getting back to these yeah, things. I forgot about that. You're <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it is really good. This is my my uh, favorite movie 
actually matrix one yeah okay so so yeah that that's what i was doing so i was doing lots of videos uh, and I'm, I'm i'm still like like now enjoying it a bit here the christmas time but i'm slowly getting back into creating some content so i'm going to play Asgard's wrath <laughs> two tonight oh, i'm gonna stream I, it i'm doing this i'm gonna oh, do the same thing I'm gonna do the same thing okay perfect can, can you can you play it co-op uh or not probably not uh, that big. I don't think so. No. I don't think so. No, that would be cool, though. In some ways, that's gutting to hear that, but I totally understand why at the same time because it just looks like a phenomenal. It seems, it seems to be unbelievably beast. epic. Yeah. 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 So that's fine. Well, they do. I mean, if we want to start talking with that, we can since. <laughs> Yeah. Since yeah. you're already kind of touching, yeah. Because... Okay, okay. Yeah. Let's let's do it. Let's let's change. Let's do it like this. No, I'll say anyway. Really, I like played this. it yet, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me neither. But, but we can we can still it. dive in and, and discuss it because obviously there are people who have complete completed it already, like the people at IGN, right? And and they they freaking loved it. It's like the first time ever, I believe, that a VR game. Oh no, next to Half Life Alex. Half Life Alex has also received has received a ten yes. out of ten, right? So. so We've been yeah. dreaming of a game like Half-Life Alex of that level of realism and deta details. And, um, you know, the fact that this day has come and it's the game on a standalone quest is like a historical moment. It's As even more I... impressive, isn't it? That it's on both, on the Quest 2 as well as the Quest 3. Mm -hmm. Which yeah, is like even more like, how? How have they done that? I have no idea. But I don't remember how big is this game. Will it even fit on the original Quest gigabyte. 2 with 64? <laughs> 31 gigabytes. It's 32, oh, okay. yeah. Oh, 32. Nearly, yeah. <laughs> I had to Wait, get rid of uh, Saints and Sinners on my quest because I wanted to fight. I wanted the 512 gigabyte version, but I had obviously loads of issues with dead pixels. So I ended up with the lower version. And now I'm like, hmm. damn it. Already I'm starting to have to get rid of games because you see, Asgard's now I'm happy. On there for a while. Right. I'm now fine. I'm happy that I have the 512 gigabyte version. Yeah. yeah that's, same. I mean, that's a proper, that's as, that's as big as a 2D game, you know, like a big meaty game. Uh, yeah. For the 2D guys out there. Like, <laughs> although they prefer Avatar, Avatar's 95 gigs. So there we okay. are. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So IGN gave it a 10 out of 10 and says, it's a masterpiece. Asgard's wow. Wrath 2 wow. is an open-world action that. RPG that sets a new gold standard for VR Literally. and competes with the best anywhere, anywhere, not even VR, anywhere. anywhere. You know, like it, it, it competes incredible. against... Let's, let, let me simply um, read out the verdict from IGN, and then we're going to talk about it. Asgard's yeah. Wrath 2 is the full-fledged VR open-world RPG I've always wanted to play. And for that matter, it's one of the best RPGs in any perspective I've played in years. With four unique characters and stories, fantastic and satisfying combat, intricate and rewarding RPG systems, a great story, and an entire roguelike dungeon crawling mode thrown in just to show off, this masterpiece <laughs> completely nails almost everything it tries, much of which has never been pulled off in VR. The MetaQuest 3's killer app has arrived, and even after more than 90 hours throwing squids at gloriously shredded lizards and whipping across <laughs> gaps, I'm still eager to jump back in. hours. Wow. How did I read that out as, as a non-native speaker? It's pretty, really well. pretty amazing, well, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed yeah, wow. how much time they dedicated to just playing through that game. I mean, yeah, it's, it's great hours. that they do that. It's great that they do that now, that they really um, appreciate that there is VR games out there. 
I can remember a time when IGN didn't do that, but now they do it, and they do, yeah, appreciate it's it. Nice they, they recognize that the VR games were lacking in that sort of quality, so they didn't just say that that was, you know, I, how do I say that? So they they managed to compare it to everything that was in the past and say <laughs> that finally, this is worth your attention if you've never tried VR. This is the time for you to get in. Now, this is the level that you can expect to compete with flat screen gaming and win because nothing can ever get as immersive as VR. And now you also get the gameplay quality to match. I think that's a very, very big deal for, it's for, for the entire it, VR. It's incredible. It's truly incredible. It's, it's been one hell of a month already, hasn't it? Because we've had right. two triple A games for VR. That I mean, like Assassin's Creed and this as well. Like wow, that's just what a way to finish the year. It's, yeah, it's yeah. you don't even have time to play it all. You know, I haven't even finished Assassin's Creed. I, I did play like hours, but I haven't finished it. And now there's Resident Evil Four, which is so good of as course. well. Really, yeah, it, it really is one. great. And 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 now um, Asgard's Wrath Two, where I have to, where we have to play for hundred hours, and there's even a whole roguelite built into it. Like like what? Are you crazy? And this is one of the best games ever. And they say even outside of VR, it's still one of the best. Like what? Like I love VR, right? And VR makes everything better. But to have a game that they would even say is one of the best outside of VR, are you freaking kidding me? This is a <laughs> this is the killer app for, and, for, for the and, Quest Three, and it comes for free with every and Quest the Three on top. Yeah, yeah. for free with every Quest it's, Three. Uh, 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 hold on, the uh, Alex Health of Alex also came for free, didn't it? It did. Yeah. It did. It did. It did. It was also the That's system the seller. Formula. If you know it's a great game, you should share it because it's not about like making wow. your revenue you will get that revenue if, if i love it people love your game i and, love it uh, i think i saw uh, somewhere like a comparison with you no know, alex and um asgard's wrath and then playstation did horizon which is also an amazing game yeah, but you're right yeah no not, <laughs> you just same, get a right? bundle it's not yeah, it's, the same it's, it's it's exactly you you just get it bundled in everyone mm -hmm. it's, it's funny when they like... first announced the asgard's wrath 2 and I, I was like, oh, I hope it's going to be PC VR. And everyone was like really, really like bummed out when it when it was like, yep. there's only going to be a standalone version. But now I don't care because it just looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And that's the first time. This first time that I've, I'm, I'm starting to change my my opinion. My, <clears throat> I'm shifting towards standalone for the first time for me. <gasps> Sebastian, that, we did it. We did it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Which is crazy. I, ne I mean, look, I'm, I'm a proper PC VR nerd, but if standalone games are going to be coming this Oh, oh, okay. No, now you're not a you're not a proper um, PC VR guy anymore. <laughs> <That's> it, <that laughs> <channel. laughs> you, you, you played wow. Assassin's Creed, yeah. You played it through. No, yeah. no. And now you like Asuka's Wrath too. It's over now. <laughs> you're not part of you the of the master race. You yeah, are you God. are some standalone dude now. <laughs> All I need now is some sort of flight scene. That's a standalone thing, other than ultrings, and I'll be happy. But no, um, <laughs> no, yeah. This is exactly it, why. Yeah. This is exactly why I bought the Quest Three for this, and 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 you know I'm so far. I've it's used the Quest Three way more than the Quest Two at this point already. Like I've only had it well since it came out. I can't remember how long's it been now. A couple of months, probably more. I don't know, but I have used it loads. And this is just like as Asgard's Wrath. God, I'm going to be playing that thing for 
months and probably years to come i don't know i mean see that's the problem i would you know we would love to play this game for months probably years but then time never stops right new games yeah, will be coming up is, it's a nice problem to have actually and it's, it's, yes. it's, it's something yeah i actually have a list of games that i want to play but then i realized that if i don't start playing them now I will never play them because more newer yes. and better games will keep That's, coming. That and... is why I've gone mad with Assassin's Creed. This last two weeks, mm -hmm. I've done that every night just simply because I knew Asgard was coming any time. So I thought, right, I've got to get this at least one playthrough in. Then I can sort of like put that aside. But you're starting the second one too. That's crazy. Please start just... for the second time. I just want to show trailer. you. Yes. I'm wow, definitely going to play it again as well. The trailer. The trailer of Asgard's Wrath 2, it looks so unbelievable. Have you seen, have you watched the trailer? I have, yeah, I have watched yes. the trailer. It looks, it looks I have so... Done that <laughs> it just looks so great. Wow. I'm, I'm just shocked how good that looks. I can't believe they, they made it look like this. Yeah. Right? Is this truly in the, in the game? Does it look like this? To be fair, I mean, yeah, the fact it looks this good on a trailer to be yeah. in that environment, yeah, I'm looking forward to that feeling. Wow, I can't, I can't wait to be in that game. It looks so unbelievable. This is like truly one of the most amazing VR trailers that I've seen for a game. It just looks so crazy over the top. All looks that so action, good. all that graphics. I mean, if you know, someone told you that this is a flat screen game, you would also be like, wow, this actually yeah, that looks, looks nice, amazing. Yeah. So yeah, it right. looks amazing even for a flat screen game. And then knowing that you can be fully immersed in it, it automatically makes it a winner. I mean, what wow. impresses me the most is the fact that it's so big, isn't it? The open world sections yeah. are massive. Uh, so again, I'd, I'd like to know how they manage that. This looks so epic. This it looks so huge, you know. Yeah. It's enter chaos. Wow, unbelievable. So it's great that it's the Christmas time now, where at least I don't have to work so much, or yes, at least I am you. not. I am not working so much, like uh, intentionally, right? Because I need to relax. So I'm I'm just going to dig into this. And enjoy it and probably stream it at the same time <laughs> so it's funny, it's right? funny you so, say that said because I, I have been starting to burn out on youtube now yeah uh, a bit me too so, actually truly yeah, me too I get really. a sense I was, that all three of us actually yeah. feel the same way no uh, really i was this was too I, much yeah i think a lot of that is because it's been one hell of a year for vr it and has. we've had to cover so much and with it right. we got to the end of the year and we're like oh it's over yeah right but then right. this comes out and it's like this is going to be my chill out to playing this you know no, really camera, just enjoying it you know i'm i'm going to still stream it but i'm going well, to yeah. do it for it myself for, it makes sense for you guys to stream it if you can uh yeah yeah i i feel like i i don't think i'm going to stream yet i feel like i can't fully relax when i stream i think <laughs> too much about what i say and i, I like true. playing in silence yeah. it's surprisingly like i ah, okay i do love interacting with my audience but i like having this personal kind of experience with oh, the game for it. the first time but i'm not yeah. talking i'm not trying to be you know um engaging with with other people like it's a very much solo experience for me oh. and that's probably the reason why i've always been more leaning towards single player 
especially single player RPGs, because I don't have to share my experience with nobody. Like that's I mine. I totally understand that. Yeah, it's my storyline. I'm the hero of the story. You know, I'm Whoa. going it at my own pace, and um, um, I, <laughs> I can. I, I can. Makes it a I, game for me. Right. <laughs> I can understand that. For for me, it's like. When I experience something that absolutely amazes me, I feel a bit sad if I can't share it. You, you guys know me, right? I'm a really passionate guy. I, I love it. If, I, if I'm excited about something, I want to tell the world about it. So, <laughs> so I, so for that reason, I would even share share it, even though I do it for myself. Yeah, but I I totally understand your point as well. Just you want to just let, soak it all up for yourself and enjoy it on your own time. That makes sense as well. It's funny because usually <clears throat> at this point in the year, if I've just, I've only got like one or two videos left that I've already done already on the channel, so I can relax now. And I'd usually like jump into a flight sim and just probably do a tour around the Alps or just something like that. But this time, I don't think I'm going to do any flight simming for the rest of the year. I'm just going to be gaming. <laughs> you have been flying so, you've been flying so much. Uh, all I'm flying is uh, Ikran in, in Avatar. And if there's anything in Asgard's Wrath, I'll be flying that as well. But that's about it, really. <laughs> <laughs> there's probably wait. something to play there, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they probably will be. <laughs> this, right, and right. It, it's great. It's great that we've got this this content coming for VR now. Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's really nice, especially since so many Plastic people <laughs> so many people have said, like, oh, why do we need another VR headset? There is no content. <laughs> yeah, no, there's so much content. You could play so many games and even games that don't have these names like like Assassin's Creed, right? There's other games as well. Now Vertigo 2 is going to come out for the PSVR 2 as well, which is also a great game. And, and so uh, yeah, as well, which is coming anytime. Arizona no, it, it has already arrived and oh, I, played arrived, it, it? <laughs> I played it already on the channel oh on God. in the Crystal and I absolutely loved it even on my mobile laptop on a mobile 3080 so now i'm back here in good old germany with my 4090 beast machine where nice. i can absolutely enjoy the crystal in its full glory so yeah, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. You, you posted a video of that sam i haven't seen that i'm gonna oh, have yeah, to should, go back yeah, yeah. Well, have a look i played it i played it and i really loved it i played uh, arizona sunshine on the quest 3 the quest 3 version which was good and then i played it on the yeah on the crystal and it was amazing so yeah Wow. PC VR is still winning, right? If you if you have a great PC, if you have a Crystal or even a Quest 3, it looks just so much better still. It will take a long time. Oh, of course, well, I have, yeah. Absolutely. I have to say, for some, uh, for a group of people who has never played Asgard Wrath 2, we sure did talk a lot about it. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if we actually played it. It'd be like a three-hour podcast. <laughs> Yeah, but I think yeah. that's exactly why we haven't played it. We just didn't want to take too much time in the podcast. It was all yeah. absolutely. We would be probably all playing would, it now if we want. We would. It. We would just be raving about Eska's Wrath probably if it's really as good as Half Life Alex and even longer. It seems it's even way longer than than Half Life Alex, right? With its, uh, it seems like hundred hours. Way longer. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Uh, we can just play this until Christmas. I've, I've kept. <laughs> I've kept saying. For ages now, what I want is a full fat VR game on the quest where I can just be lost in it and it will just last for absolutely hours and hours, full open world. 
And I think, Seb, you've always said it's not possible because of the chip, and I understand that, but that's what I want. <laughs> Did I say that, oh, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been saying it for eight years. But yet now, I think Assassin's Creed should be in that uh, as well because that's still an incredible full full you know experience and big open world but then we've got asgard's wrath now which is like made that look a bit silly <laughs> which is yeah. within a week or so which is crazy so and apparently according to some of my youtube uh, viewing people on my discord <laughs> uh they, they have said that asgard's wrath uh, runs really well compared to as uh, assassin's creed because i do okay great appreciate there is some issues with stuttering with that game yeah. um, it's a great, a great shame it is a great shame Agreed. Yeah, but talking about um, the Quest 3 and how things run, Tatiana, you told me in the run-up to the show that some people complained about Asgard's Wrath 2, that it's not um, optimized for the Quest 3, right? Yeah, it's it's really funny. It's it's super silly, really, uh, because you know with Quest Three, there are many games that actually release updates that optimize their games for Quest Three specifically. And apparently, Asgard's Wrath doesn't have that. And um, that might be why people, you know, they see that it performs on Quest 3 and Quest 2 sort of nicely. So instead of being happy that it performs well on Quest 2 as well as Quest 3, they're mad that it doesn't perform better uh... on Quest 3. And probably they haven't even tried it. Okay, I feel yeah. like the people who rated one star... Oh my god. One star what? for Asgard's Wrath 2 because it doesn't have a Quest 3 optimization. Kind of uh, just shows that these are idiots. Really people, there are idiots out there. Obnoxious <laughs> idiots. You said it. And you know, and yeah. you know what? They even get it for free. They even <laughs> get it for free on the Quest 3. What complete assholes. Incredible. Yes. And they idiots. They will be. I'm sure there'll be an optimized version of it coming in the future anyway, will they? I'm sure they'll be working mm -hmm. on something. Yeah, so that's that just goes to tell you was, there are still people who no people matter here's a life lesson. <laughs> yeah, no matter how brilliant of a job you do, no matter what your achievements are, there always will be people who will shit. Oh on yes, you. and always. and that's just a life lesson. Like even yeah. if in the best game you know of the year, which it definitely is, you know, Asgard's Wrath Two got a one star reviews, then no matter what you do, you're doing a great job. And there always will be people who will try to bring you down, and that's yeah, of fine. course, it's just the way of life course, is. of that, that is true. And um, yeah, so the haters gonna hate. There will always be haters, and if you don't have haters, then you do something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I think about my channel. <laughs> so I'm, I'm always happy to invite all haters to hate on whatever I do, <laughs> because they care, yeah, right? So, you, so they care, and they, they, they care for this for this game too, probably. I they always care. find if, if you're gonna get uh, shitty comments on your channel, they're always the ones that comment first. So they're the ones that are watching your content. They, yeah, they they are, <laughs> they like, are your biggest yeah. fans. It's they, true. They clicked on the bell so that they yes. don't miss any of your videos. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not. There was a time where this like, split second of the moment I posted the video, I had just like, like <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, a subscriber, and for that like, notification yeah. bell, that's amazing. I, like I find dedication. Oh yeah, my yes. god! Uh, what kind of people are that that hate you, your videos, Tatiana? It's like probably I, I can't ima even imagine it. Probably it's some some super nerds that just think like, wow, she's so pretty. I will never. 
be able to talk with such a beautiful woman. Oh, <laughs> okay, don't let, let's start. Don't let's, get me started. Let's 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 downvote her. I don't know. I'm not going to talk much about it, but don't even get me started about the misogyny that's going around a woman in tech. Okay? Oh, okay, let's, okay. Let's I, I'm sure. I'm it. sure that must be terrible. A lot of I'm stuff sure. is going on, and I know, I know. I, these little these little things is the smallest of my problems. Okay, so I got it. I got it. it okay. But, Right, right. Yeah. Let's not mention it. It's too too sad that those people. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, that's all oh, right. My that's, god. You know, yeah. I'm I'm here to work on this problem. I'm here to actually Perfect. tackle it. So hopefully, show them. Yeah, <laughs> show them. Yeah. <laughs> In terms of um, Assassin's Creed, then, what did you guys think of it as an overall thing? Then, because I know we were going to mention it anyway. Oh yeah. Um, Let's talk about Assassin's did, Creed. Did Did you find the stuttering a problem for you? Because I know a lot of people do moan about it, and I understand yeah. why. Um, yeah, okay. For me, it wasn't an issue, um, considering I think it's a very groundbreaking game anyway. Um, but I think a lot of that's down to the way that I think it's in reprojection, isn't it, all the time? I think that's it what is. It is. It is always. It is. I think that, is. that's where the issue is. That, that's that is where exactly the where is. the issue is. Yeah. But uh, for, for me, let me let me just tell you what I thought about it. It wasn't a big issue. I, I simply enjoyed the game by itself. And it seldom happens to me that a that a game really grips me and wants me uh, makes me want to keep on playing it and that is one of the games because like every level was so yes. different so interesting yeah. and made me want to explore it and they came up with these cool functions like this eagle where you can see it from up from uh, oh, yeah. up above it's, it's yeah it's so cool it's so cool and i must say i i didn't i didn't play the assassin's creed series on on flat I didn't do it. It's really? my first. It's my first Assassin's Creed game, and I, and I was like, "Oh, it's cool." I'm actually in the future and just looking back. <laughs> it's like, okay, cool. So I really <laughs> enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it, and uh, I thought it was great. And I didn't really, um, yeah, have, have had a big problem with with these uh, stuttering uh, problems. So I, I did see it, and I thought, like, okay, but it still it looked great. And then I was using that. Quest game optimizer to make it even look better on the Quest Three. I still haven't done that yet. Can't oh, you have to do it. It is yeah, really good. You can. Yeah. I made a really, really, very good tutorial on how to install it using right. SideQuest. And in okay. in the in my video, I show them exactly how to install SideQuest first, and then how to install oh. the Quest game optimizer. And uh, yeah, I, I it, it is really, really looking much better now. So I was actually so do looking it. into that. I've I've heard great things about it. And it's I think fantastic. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. It's it's the best ten dollars you're ever going to spend. They have so yeah. many. Um, you don't you don't even have to do the optimizing yourself. You don't have to find the best um, options. Uh, they have a lot of. They have a huge library of the games already pre-configured. So you just open the Quest Game Optimizer. All your games are then there, which already have this uh, optimization going on. You start it from there, and then everything looks better. It's just amazing. It's do how it. Does it. How does it work with new games? Like if a game has just dropped, is is it taking a if, few days before someone? Yes, uh, exactly. Uh, they will find exactly. They will spend time. Like the community. Yeah, you will, can do it yourself anyway. You can you, you can do it yourself. You can you can mess around with it. You can just uh, yeah. Increase the resolution, for example. Normally, this would work. Pretty, really, because yeah. that's almost bringing in the PC VR nerd part. Exactly, of it. a bit. So why have I not? It is. Yeah, yeah. You you need to get it. Get it. It's <laughs> yeah. truly amazing. I can just tell everyone with a Quest Three, go for it. It will make your games look much better. And then there was this one game, for example, 
um, where you wash things, you know, oh, what's power wash, power wash simulator. Wash. It, it looked so my bad on my Quest Three. I was, I was shocked. I hated it for not looking good enough in terms of resolution. So oh. then I, I played it in in with a Quest Game Optimizer, and I was cleaning for like two hours in a row. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like it was it was so good. So what yeah, is it about that game, I just don't understand that game. It's relaxing. All. It's relaxing. I was like super stressed on a day and then I simply cleaned the thing. It was amazing. But then just, <laughs> just cleaning your house. Just cleaning your house. <laughs> I don't yeah. get it. Yeah. My wife would love that if I really cleaned our house. <laughs> Right, it's not as relaxing because then you have to deal no. with like yucky, stinky kind of yeah, exactly. uh, you know, rags, exactly, you know, exactly. smell like gloves. It's not relaxing, but exactly. You, so I hate. In fact, I've just cleaned. I went for a ride on the bike uh, just before the show, and it was horrible at the moment in the UK. The roads are all horrible, so I was like, "Oh yeah. no!" So I'm cleaning my bike and thinking, "I hate cleaning. I don't enjoy cleaning. So why would I?" But with a power washer, have you tried this with a with a power washer? Yeah, I've got one at home. Isn't that fun? Enjoy it. I even love it. I even enjoy it in real life with a power washer. Yeah. Please come round to my house, please. Yeah, I want to. I want to. We have we have never met in real life. None of us. I haven't met you, Steve. I haven't met Tatiana. It's crazy. Only virtually here. Yeah, we need to sort that out next year. Maybe have like a live show somewhere. Yeah. By the way. By the way, Team MRTV, Marco and me, we're going to CES in oh, Las Vegas jealous. in January. So if you, anywhere out of you, is going to CES in Las Vegas, Team MRTV is going to be there. So let's meet up. If you want to show us something that you want us to check out on MRTV at CES, please do get in touch with me. So yeah, we're looking forward to go to Las Vegas. Yeah, Have Vegas, fun. baby. Uh, yeah, fun. I think make we will sure. have some fun. Um, make sure to tour that orb, that big new orb that they installed in Las Vegas. I, we amazing. will go there. We'll go there for sure. The sphere. We're going to. We go. We checked yeah. it already. It costs like eighty dollars. Oh yeah, we don't care. We go inside. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of the Quest Optimizer, do you know if it also works with App Lab games? It should work with any games, I believe. I believe. Uh, yeah. Do they have profiles for them, or do you need to just set it up yourself? Or does it only have profiles um, for titles? That one, I don't know. That one, I am not so sure about it. Uh, okay. I don't, is there any App Lab game you're thinking about in particular? Um, No, I think just in general, because there are some really good... Like, even Trackcraft, I think that's an App Lab game. It is. True, it is. You're right. I, Mm. I have not checked out if it's actually already there. But yeah, it, there's, it's so easy also to increase just the resolution with this. It is, it's great. It's easy. Mm -hmm. It's oh, no yeah. problem at all. So really, everyone with a Quest 3 should get Quest Game Optimizer. And I'm not in, in any way sponsored by them, nothing. It's, it's just I'm truly, truly excited about it. So I you, you need to get it. I noticed about Assassin's Creed, even though it looked absolutely incredible and there's like NPCs everywhere, Oh, yeah, that right. M NPCs, not NFTs. And not DLCs as well. Or DLCs. Nothing at all. Oh, I've lost what I was saying now. What was I saying? Yeah, uh, just, yeah, in terms of the, the game, it can look a bit jaggy and a little bit sort of blurry out towards the distance, which I just thought yeah. was a limitation. But can that be changed? Yes, in the yes. It looks so much better. Uh, Assassin's Creed looks uh, amazing really? with Quest Game Optimizer. Oh, I've got to get that now then. 
Yeah, you know, like oh, they have, nice. you can just like get a way higher resolution. So I played it with Quest Game Optimizer and without, and I was just shocked how much better it even looks like. It even looks good already, right? The, the Assassin's Creed, but with and Quest it, Game Optimizer, they should they should Lucky. actually sponsor this channel. I think. So you increased the resolution, you increased all of those, and it still performed well in Quest Yes, it, it still performed well. So there was not mm. more stuttering. Actually, because you can also um, like increase um, how much of the GPU is actually being used. Oh yes, that's you know like wow, like uh, that well. that's why that's why even it, it won't stutter more. So so well, yes. it's not. It's the Quest Three can easily run Assassin's Creed. It's just. It's the uh, reprojection. Reprojection, exactly. Um, that's causing those sort of, and it's a slight dips in frame. But and there's the VR, you're exactly, that. and that's why even for the stuttering, uh, the Quest Game Optimizer can do nothing about it because it truly is that 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 um, problem. Um, so uh, to answer also your question, because. Sebastian, I think, shared his um, opinion. When I played it, it was yeah. pretty much right after another <laughs> stealth game, which I was watched. The Vampire the Masquerade. I watched your Assassin's Creed video, by the way, and I, I was laughing my head off because all you were doing was going up to people <laughs> and like hit them in the face and, 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 and like stealing their food. I was like, this is a new side I've never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> well, but this is so fun because you it can is. steal someone's that. bread right know, from their head and eat it too. Like I didn't you realize didn't... you could do that. And I was I was going around doing that after you after your video. That did make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Like they also have, have very punchable faces. Yes. Something, and something about me and NPCs like punchable faces. I love that. <laughs> yeah. But I there's no good. other way to interact with them. Like the only way to interact with them is like to steal their food or punch them in the face. Wow. Yes. Steal their bread. So, it makes me look bad, but it's the developers <laughs> yeah, it, it, who put that it option does. there. Yeah, so right. is, it, is it the developers who put that option there or me who's just exercising uh, my uh, right Freedom. to be violent <laughs> to <laughs> NFTs? <laughs> it is your right to be violent to them, just like yeah. in Grand Theft Auto, right? It's your right. You should do it. It's the game. Yes. Right, though, Nothing that... else you can do. But <laughs> yeah, so limitations. I... Yeah. So I tried it right after Vampire the Masquerade, and uh, I think that game doesn't get enough credit. I love it's Vampire a great the game Masquerade too. Yeah. Justice. It's such a nice, like, fun game. It has some strategy to it too, because you have different abilities and you have to kind of figure out how to use them. And it runs so smoothly. Like, it, it also has a nice vibe and very smooth. I felt like it ran better. It, it ran better than Assassins. Yeah, and there was less stuttering. I, had... I agree. I agree, but yeah. it has let it like um, without the quest game optimizer, <laughs> the resolution the resolution is not so great. I felt you know when I first started mm -hmm. off, and you see the fast travel game logo, I thought like wow, that looks bad, you know like yep. wow yep. that wow that was like flickering and it didn't look good. yeah it was but bad then, it was flickering exactly and then you you started with the quest game optimizer and it looks better than on the PSVR two version. It is so good. Oh my god. Quest Game Optimizer guy, you must sponsor this <laughs> channel. <laughs> you should cut this part, send it to him, and say, "Yeah, you yeah have so that like, for $3, look, <laughs> look how many how many of your things are being sold because of uh, MRTV." But truly, <laughs> really, you must you guys must install it today, if possible, and then play uh, play Vampire again. Just see mm -hmm. how good it looks now. I absolutely and also will play Assassin's Creed because you will shock. I, I love the PSVR two version because it does not look as bad in terms of resolution as the quest 3 version but then with the with the quest game optimizer it looks just like wow perfect 
But everything yeah. they've done with Assassin's Creed, they've really made it a full-on Assassin's Creed game. And I've played quite a few of the 2D versions, like uh, Valhalla and Odyssey. And everything from the jumping off a building into the haystack. Uh, yeah. to, Leap of faith. Yeah, mm-hmm. to the way the mechanics are with jumping onto different buildings, yeah, balconies. Yeah. Like, it felt it so good. So wow. Like, is and, it like this just, in the in the 2D games as well? That you just yes. that you only it's it, okay, the same you, thing. Was it as simplified? Because it feels like st- it is simplified. It's very simple. No, it, no, it's exactly the same. Where um say if you're uh, jump jumping up a building or like onto different objects and things, um, you know, like like a pole or whatever, I don't know, um, bridge in, in the 2D games, you'd kind of jump and it would kind of latch onto that, like almost like aim assist or something but jump assist or something it's just something that assassin creed games have always had so i was intrigued to see how they would do that in vr and they've absolutely nailed it the research and development that's gone into this cannot be underestimated uh i think ubisoft have done an amazing job with with the actual game mechanics and how they've completely ported over the 2d elements into a it game that so would well be very hard to actually run in vr um and i i thought i'd feel a bit sick in it as well because even I suffer from a bit of motion sickness, but um, jumping all around and everything, I just felt I felt fine. I mean, there's a couple of times yeah, I felt it, a bit it of felt motion, really good. I but, can I can confirm it felt yeah. really good jumping around, not really not really inducing motion sickness as much as I as I thought. I I really enjoyed the combat mechanics, and I, not everyone's a that's fan of it. But that's interesting. That was a lot of um, yeah criticism isn't it yeah there's a lot of criticism <laughs> because it's not just like slash everything that moves in a chaotic kind of way so it was designed to make you feel like the master assassin because it's important to block yes um i love the, that the the, the, uh, the blows right you yeah. can't just like in every every pretty much melee combat you just smash it as fast <laughs> as possible they tried to eliminate that and make it look like you actually have to pay attention to what your opponent is doing yeah if definitely. you're just aiming you know if you're just shooting aimlessly that nothing's going to happen so it's a little bit longer like it's taking longer the combat mechanic but i appreciated that they tried to make a different you know turn there and uh um make it make it have a purpose i guess yeah yeah it feels I, great. I, really I like it, it. I definitely like I thought it was great, yeah. And like Especially the blades when you that come out here, it yeah, feels the, so it feels so cool. Oh, it feels good, yeah. And then it you feel like, oh. onto a target, and then you, you do a <laughs> stealth kill from yeah, like, oh, perfect, yeah, fantastic. This could be in a spider game, uh, game, right? This this kind of yeah. mechanic, right? This, Everybody was so good that this would be more of a demo, sort of, sort of, you know, version no. of Assassin's Creed or some sort of you know, tech demo, but it's a full on game. And I am so impressed with it. And it's really made me excited about VR games again. Oh, <laughs> really oh. Steve, you are some kind of standalone fan, it seems. <laughs> yeah. No, I am. As, as of this month, I am with, with these two games coming out. Like, yeah, amazing. but it's a, it's a great thing. Me too, really. I really enjoyed it. And it's fantastic for all the people who are getting in, into VR now with the Quest 3. Right? Suddenly they get these games like Assassin's Creed and Asuka's Wrath 2. Wow. And Vampire. So no, it is not true that there are no games. Uh, VR doesn't have game. No, there's really cool games out there. Yeah, yeah. Right? And soon, I, I really hope sort of... it's sometime soon we will finally beat the stigma that PC VR is always better. I yeah. mean, it would be nice. I yeah, because there's no there's new games coming out for that, PC though. VR for sure. That's going to be there's like two this. ways looking at that because. PC VR graphically will always be superior, but <clears throat> I think game mechanics 
and uh, the amount of uh, research, development, and money being thrown at standalone VR is showing that standalone VR games are better than PC VR simply because they're more polished. And I do feel that there's, there's a lot more going into them because there's, there's more of a market there. So yeah, there are not... new. There are not many new PC VR yeah, games. Yeah, brand new, full, fully fledged VR native. Exactly. Games, uh, a decaf coffee, please. Thank you. <laughs> I would yeah. have one too, please. Oh, Seb wants one as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Send him over. You have some caffeine. Yeah, like one. Still <laughs> morning <laughs> my time. <laughs> Caffeine's good. <laughs> Just, yeah, they're, they're so fresh. Like Assassin's Creed has shown how fresh VR can feel with a new uh, team behind it. I don't know how yeah. long they've been making this, but, you know, I, and, you know, I'm not going to do any spoilers, but I, I think judging by the game now i've completed it i i do feel there'll be another one hopefully um oh no no you've wow. given it away so i'm not saying it is or not I, i'm not saying it is it might not it might be it might not be but <laughs> I, I, do feel, I, I, I do feel i do feel there'll be another one <laughs> okay okay good no problems at all <laughs> <laughs> yeah Awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, good, so right. let's have, quest, yeah, good yeah. games. That's all right. I'm all for the quest now. Sponsored by Quest Three. Every game. Sponsored every by, by Meta. Yeah. Steve yeah is okay. A quest chill. I'm not even <laughs> an ambassador. I should be an ambassador of Meta. God's sake. At this time. At this point. <laughs> yeah. Right. At least for sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. So lots of cool games. Assassin's Creed, Asgard's Wrath Two. Uh, yeah. Resident Evil Four. Really. I must say again. If you have the PSVR Two, please, please try it. Even if you don't like horror games, like. I'm the best example. I'm, I really don't like this kind of games, but this looks so good, Resident Evil uh, 4, and it's uh, such a great game. You should play it. Um, so, Steve, I, I I guess you still don't have a PSVR 2? Nope. That's the only platform I have yet to try. Okay. Um, and I, yeah, I'd love to try it one day, but... It's good. I, I, was, I was at one point very close to buying a PSV, uh, PS5 and and the, you know, the VR, just the whole thing. I was so tempted, and I actually... I tried to sort of like con convince myself to buy it by asking Melissa, my partner, whether she would use it a lot. But mm -hmm. she's not much of a gamer, which is annoying because uh. if, if I knew she was going to use it as well, then I'd probably just buy one. But for, for the, at this point, I still don't feel there's enough content yet for me to really go into that ecosystem. It's, you know, Gran Turismo looks amazing. Yeah. That other game just, that everyone was playing looks fantastic. Yeah, but there are some games, really, I just, like, that you can enough. play forever. Yeah, well, if enough, you if yeah. you if you like this kind of dark games, then wow, there's Resident Evil Eight, Resident Evil Seven. I'm not, yeah, Resident I'm not Evil... really a fan of VR horror, <laughs> uh, to be honest. Um, yeah, I'll play a bit of it, but I do think it's it, we we are like infiltrated with VR horror right now. It's either horror games or puzzle games. That's why I've been so excited to see a new genre of, of games with you know Assassin's Creed and Asgard's Wrath. Yeah, because uh, we have a lot of zombie games. She forgot my games. coffee. Oh, she had, yes. Sorry, <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> no kidding. Half mine. Yeah. Oh, it got held up in customs, she said. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, anyways, um, that, that's the gaming side. And um, yeah, Steve, you only wanted to do a one hour and 30 minutes show today. I'm sorry. We have reached that point uh, now. No, and we, yeah. we even have not started to talk about the, the hardware yet. Hi, everyone. Yes, I'm bye. Let's keep on going. Uh, everybody is still okay to keep on doing this? 
Steven, Tatiana? I'm afraid I might need to go. Okay. Uh, there are some things I need to tend to, but it's yeah, okay. been lovely catching up with you and I will leave you to discussing hardware. I will be I'll be I will be listening from from the other Great. side though. <laughs> from from over the pond. Yeah, Tatiana, yes. it was it was wonderful to have you here. Again, it Absolutely. was great to catch great up. To chat to you again. And yes, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly so sad that you won't go to CES this year. So we, we yeah. won't see each other. But yeah. I know, me as well. Uh, this year, it's been it's been the other way around. It was my first time at CES. And yeah, I know, I know. It. I and couldn't now, make it. But this, exactly. Now it's happening so, again. But... Do, you, do, do you know anywhere uh, where are you going to go? Do you have any plans for any show uh, in 2024? Do you know already? Um, um, <laughs> AWE or so, or when, what, when, what month is AWE? It's, it's in summer sometime, uh, May or June, I think. Um, I'm afraid to make any commitments here. Yeah, live on yeah the show. obviously, How obviously. about you get back to me? <laughs> I'll get back to <laughs> you. Yeah, let's find it. out about this. Yeah, but yeah, I do plan to kind of become more of a social, um, creator and travel more. It's just I needed to <clears throat> to give myself a break uh, of this year because it's not every year you have a baby. Hey, like yeah, yeah, I know. If there was a year to to give yourself a little bit of a break, yeah, then give that's yourself more break. That makes sense. makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Tatiana, but it has been great to catch up it, with you. And... It was great to have you on the show, and so, have yeah. a great day yeah. ahead. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas exactly. And happy holidays. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Yeah, great to great to speak with Tatiana. Always fantastic. It's funny. Often when we do the show, it's either me or Tatiana. It's great to be on the show again with her, so we can have a bit of a chat. So, yeah, really nice. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So we still have to talk about hardware. <laughs> I love hardware, and so do you, right? So we are we are truly hardware buffs. We are. And yeah, you just said like. You just said like you are so happy that you have the Pimax Crystal and the Big Screen Beyond, and I feel exactly the same. You know, I, I traveled. I just traveled from Taiwan back to Germany, and I brought both headsets with me. And uh, the Big Screen, yeah. the Big Screen Beyond, obviously being easier to carry than the Crystal. Yes. But I am happy that I brought the Crystal as well, simply because it's so fun to run it off a of forty ninety. Right? It's just like wow. It's just like. It looks so good and it's it's amazing. I I really love both headsets. You know, I really love both headsets. If you would ask me, okay, you have to choose between the two and you can only keep one, I would really struggle. I yeah, would absolutely struggle. I right? have sort of I have sort of said on the channel because people were asking me all the time, what is my favorite PC VR headset right now? Yeah. If I had to choose, thankfully I don't, but if I had to choose, it would be the Pimax Crystal. That's uh, great. For, for my use case for flying and simming, it it really yeah. is sensational. But however, this thing here, I mean, look, look, look how small it is. This is that's this is where it lives in this little bag. Like, wow. it's like you know, it's that tiny. Um, and I, I'm always so amazed when I sort of put it on my head and I've got got this great field of view for what it is, wonderful colors, fantastic visuals. And yeah. to think it's so tiny, it's just it's amazing. I love it as well. I, you know, it's it's a different experience. They're both very. It's like what we said before. The Pimax Crystal is kind of it's, like the pinnacle of where we've come from with with what we've been used to with you know huge glass lenses and the spheric right. lenses, which are big. They're heavy. Um, that's sort of like where we are right at the moment. 
Um, but then this is sort of a new generation, a new way of thinking about VR. And this is the first iteration of it. And that's it's why it's hard a... to choose because they're exactly. both, you know, great within what they're trying to achieve. So we are lucky that we don't have to choose, but that we have them both. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I, I truly, yeah. I truly also, I, I, I really love both. Like the, the crystal is just like so mind blowing in terms it of, is. The, of, of how it looks like, right? It's like, wow, yes. you are really there. It's like, wow. And it is not, it is not as uncomfortable as many people it really is want to make you feel you know those those pymix haters so it's it's truly it's actually a pretty pretty nice um, comfort in fact funny enough right, i've been right, it's, almost it's true i've been almost doing a try my tech thing but not not by uh by uh, uh on purpose but i've had a few friends come round recently oh yeah um and i've i've thought you know what i'm going to each each person that comes around, I'm going to get them to try the crystal because you know, most of them are sort of a little bit intrigued by VR, especially because they've seen my channel and everything. And yeah. the first thing that all three people said was, oh, it's it's actually way lighter than I thought it would be. Yeah, right. Exactly. It is not even so though, bad. Even even because it's, it's heavy, well, but it's it just, is heavy, it but it's, it's, heavy. It's, well, it's well balanced. It's well it balanced. And um, yeah, so th th they are doing a good job. And it's getting better, you know. It's getting better with every software update. Now they're introducing pass-through, so you can like tap on it now with the latest um, firmware, and you have a pass-through which looks absolutely crap. But but <laughs> but if you want, but if you want to, but, that. <laughs> yeah, but if Just you want to, tangent of it being amazing, <laughs> yeah, you know, it looks yeah, absolutely no. crap. What, what? Yeah, yeah, but but if you want to, if you want to find, you want to quickly find something, it's good enough, you know. <laughs> You know, I would actually, yeah. actually, I'm missing that part that from the big screen beyond, from the big screen beyond that it does not have pass through. You know, obviously you can just do like this and <laughs> like this, and you, you yes, <laughs> and you can have pass through. But it would have, it would be great to have this pass through. You know, I love the the Quest Three for this for this thing that you just have the beautiful pass through whenever you need yeah, it. Absolutely. Therefore, the Quest Three probably. If I have to choose between the, the crystal and the big screen beyond, I would choose the Quest 3. <laughs> to be honest. Oh, honestly, even that's been really confusing me recently because now with uh, obviously virtual desktop, as I mentioned before, with uh, the OpenXR runtime, you don't need Steam VR anymore. And you can really crank up the resolution with a 4090 with the OpenXR toolkit, which unfortunately is now not being developed anymore. It's another story. Um, right. but it, it still works story, really yeah. well. Uh, I've super sampled it to almost 4K per eye oh, with the Quest, and it still runs at 45 frames per second in uh, Sims, and it does look really good as well like, really good. Obviously, not crystal levels or beyond as such, but you, you can tell it's being super sampled, you can tell you're really maxing out, and there's a certain point where it starts to become harsh and a bit synthetic in terms of the image quality, but wow for the price you are getting some seriously good visuals we really are yeah yeah exactly exactly the, like the price is, is is hot right the the crystal is just going to going to be less expensive right they 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 will not hike the price obviously and they are like um, making all these crazy uh, discount things now this morning i woke up and it was like uh, some flash sale where you can get the Pimax crystal for thousand two hundred and ninety nine dollars now, and it, it includes the controllers. It has inside yeah. out tracking. It's like a really, really good price for what you're getting here, 
and the price is just going to come down obviously right so yeah it's good it's a good time to be alive for for vr enthusiasts it the is. big beyond is, is, is getting out now to people they're getting it they're receiving it they're loving it the 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 crystal is amazing it's getting more more and more amazing right in the beginning probably there were some software problems but it, it runs very stably now it, it's very stable so i don't have any problems with any kind of compatibility if i want to play any kind of steam vr game with the crystal and the tracking also right i don't even use it in lighthouse mode anymore I'm using it now in inside-out mode with yeah, those me, controllers. I'm doing you the too, same right? Thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the faceplate is great. I, I'd like how they got it's that same as here, option, yeah. but I, I don't really use it, to be honest. Um, I don't find it to be a problem. with The inside-out tracking is plenty good enough for my use case. Exactly. So, so exciting times. And now, <laughs> while we're talking yes. about this, we're getting new headsets. Yeah, I love it. I love it when we get new headsets. So... We were already um, thinking about it. Okay, why is the the arrow, the Vario arrow, suddenly so cheap? Right, they they cut it in half. It seemed like a, a sell off because something new is uh, happening, something new is coming, and indeed it is happening. This year was announced the Vario XR4 series, made for superlative immersion, and this is the next level, right, in for VR headsets. So for all of you out there who have never heard about the Vario XR4 series, let me quickly um, summarize what this is. This is something spec-wise that can compare with the Apple Vision Pro because it has a 4K per eye resolution and even actually a higher resolution than the Apple Vision Pro, like 20% more pixels. It is said to have the best pass-through that has ever graced any VR headset <laughs> on this planet Earth. And they say it is even like human vision-like um, pass-through quality. So, wow, that is, that is a mouthful, right? It seems like when you wear this in pass-through, you cannot actually distinguish it anymore from, from your actual vision which I still can't believe, right? I don't know. Um, um, Steve, have you tried the Vario XR3 in, in the pass-through mode, the, the predecessor? Yes, yes. In fact, when it's I pretty went to, amazing, right? Yeah, when I went to Vario, they, they did me a few little demos. I was in this room, and what they did is they put um, real objects and then a 3D version of different things, and I had to choose, I had to uh, decide which one was real and what wasn't. And there was a few times, even with the XR3, where I wasn't sure what was real and what wasn't, because there was yeah. like a, a sofa. And I was like doing this with my hand going, oh, is that real? No, that's that's actually not real. Uh, because there was obviously mixing the VR and AR implementation of it. And together, yeah, it looked really impressive. But obviously, with the XR4, that's going to be improved hugely, even from that headset. So right. I'm looking right. forward, to, hopefully, to be able to sample it at some point. Me too, me too. So, so our appointment with uh, Vario to check it out. So I'm excited about this. Um, yeah, so very exciting, great pass-through. They have different kind of versions of this headset, right? The, the, the standard yeah. version, and they have the focal version where actually there's even autofocus depending on where you look in VR. So you look at something... Uh, in the pass-through, and they they are go thanks to autofocus, they're going to make this appear sharp. You, you know that from your actual own eyes, which can also yeah, that, do that. That's <laughs> a big deal. 
I, I don't yeah, think people realize how much of a bigger deal this is. I remember when Oculus a were huge deal. looking at this technology many years ago and they there was some sort of convention or something where they, they showed this off or they at least explained about it, didn't they? Uh, it was a long yeah. time ago now. Um, but I always wondered when um, autofocus of this sort of you know nature would become a thing. And I guess it makes sense, just like in the car world, for, <clears throat> you know, like Mercedes and whatever. And they're always the first to, sh to show up the, the latest car technology and it trickles down to everybody else. I guess Vario is, is the Mercedes of the VR world. And eventually, you know, we may see this in a quest in years to come. But I think autofocus right. is a big technology that we do need and it will really it's going to be cool I'm, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing if it is it really that fast though where you if you look at your hand then look further away are you really not going to notice um because it's basically mimicking the human eye in in, in a right. sense, essence which is just mind-blowing so, so whether cool. it actually works in practice will be another thing we'll we'll see anyway this focal edition with the autofocus is going to set you back ten thousand dollars whereas the the standard version is going to set you back like four thousand dollars and there's That's even like difference. There's a huge difference. I'm, I'm shocked by the difference. <laughs> and there's also like uh, another version, the secure version for governments and any uh, company who must be really sure that there's no wireless way to get your data or what. That's the secure edition, which is like around 13,000 US dollars. So yeah. But anyways, this is an exciting device for people who who are looking at the $3,500 Apple Vision Pro, but who still want to play their Steam VR games, because that is something that the, the Apple Vision Pro will not be able to do, right? The Apple Vision Pro will have amazing specs, it's going to be a fantastic standalone device, for sure. 2024 is going to be exciting, for me also because of the Apple Vision Pro, and I will heavily um, like talk about it on the channel. But... It is not the device for flight simulators, for example. But this, it has Apple Vision Pro specs in terms of resolution, in terms of the pass-through, and even it has, a, it has a wide FOV, right? It has 120 um, degrees horizontal and 105 uh, vertically, which is bigger than the crystal, for example, and it has this high resolution. So for people, for, for this could be very exciting for the super high-end flight simulators, for example, Steve. Hmm. Well, what is your what is your um what is your take on this? What do you agree with this? Yeah, you you spot on. I mean, really, <laughs> right? It's the, it's the dream headset, isn't it? As I yeah, as I'm on about like standalone, but no. In, in all seriousness, my heart is always in high end flight simulation experiences, absolutely. And if you think about the the, the, the jump, right? There's, there's a few things we need to understand here. Like the XR3 used to have a subscription, well, still does a subscription, and it's you know a lot more money to buy right. than it costs say. Like yeah, I, I that's more. Seven thousand. It's, it's like nearly money. doubled. It's as crazy. Well as it's, it's cheap. Yeah, Four thousand yeah, dollars is cheap. <laughs> yeah, this has like the uh, XR three. I think it's something like is it twelve or thirteen megapixel camera pass through. This has dual twenty megapixel camera pass through. So it's a huge jump, and it has something which I don't understand. But I'm reading this eight times improved. LiDAR resolution compared to the XR3? Is it LiDAR, LiDAR, or however yeah, you say LiDAR, it? Yeah, LiDAR, yeah. Okay. LiDAR. I, the, I don't know what the, that is. The depth sounds sensor. Good. <laughs> it's, it's the okay. depth sensor. So, so, so that's going to be eight will, times will, better than the XR3. Will, it will have like a great way to exactly. scan your environment and probably do these kind of 
mixed reality things um, that I have also tried with the XR3, whereas you're sitting in an actual cockpit, right? And you you see that actual cockpit in the pass-through. You've done these kind of things as well, right? When you were at, at Vario, right? Amazing. So, and then when you look through the windows, you see the virtual world yeah, and it's right. absolutely fantastic. Like I loved it. And uh, yeah, so so these kind of things must be unbelievable with the XR4, right? Yeah, I, I did that in DCS whilst I was at Vario. Ah, okay, perfect. And I perfect. had I had a few things on my knee, like a kneeboard thing, which uh, fighter pilots have, so showing you your charts and information frequencies. And I could read that with the XR3. So what on earth is this going to be like with the XR4? Like absolutely mind-blowing uh, resolution at this point. I still don't think it's going to be quite human eye in terms of I, I still think my gut feeling is it's still going to feel video you can you know video yeah, pastry it's, it's like but, uh, this claim this claim sounds crazy for me but honestly yeah, that is like I human yeah until until we try it let's let's see let's see but yeah. i will be honest with everybody here if it's as good as they say it is i'm buying one because i can because everyone can the prosumer <laughs> market because can I buy what are they no, no, you're what, right. No, no you, what I mean you, is that I don't mean because I can in terms of I'm a, a consumer. Before you couldn't, uh, with the XR3, it was only available to commercial. Right. But now I can, anyone can. Obviously, if you've got the money, because it's expensive, um, it's available to consumers, or it will be at some point very soon. That's the thing that shift the big shift here as well. So as, as well as the specifications, are, which is huge compared to the XR3, it's also cheaper. And also, there's no subscription. So when I'm getting people on my YouTube channel saying, oh, it's hideously expensive. Are you for real? This is really cheap for the technology. It's, <laughs> it's, it's very cheap, honestly. Um, and then, of course, it's, it's, it's not, super cheap. It's no, not I agree an, with you. I agree with you. It's not an I really... ecosystem like the Apple Vision Pro. You yeah. can, like you say, use it on your PC. The only but... thing that I have a gripe with, well, I'll get into that in a minute, but that's my opinion. On yeah. this, like I just yeah. feel like it's I, very, very exciting. No, I absolutely also agree with you upon price. Like, I don't understand why, especially for this um VR um, hobby, it, it is a hobby for many of us, why there's so many people crying about prices in the thousands. You know, what this about uh, what about that's gonna what, come what, down uh, to the quest eventually? But but yeah, of course, but we have something like the like the quest, which is already great, right? So yeah. it's great, but but think about other hobbies. What if my hobby were were cars? You know, like exactly you, can, you, you can spend you can spend tens of thousands of dollars for a new car or for any kind of accessory for your new car, right? New suspension yes. or whatever. It's like you can play you can you can you can uh, pay so much money. Or if your hobby is I don't know diving, like for, for the whole diving trips. Will cost like five thousand dollars if you want to go to to some some place for one week and dive, you know. Or if if your hobby is I don't know like um, um, home cinema and if you want to buy those laser projectors which cost thousands of dollars, right? But with whenever there's an expensive or expensive VR headset, yeah. some people are going crazy. No, if this is your hobby, if this is your hobby and you're an enthusiast. In my opinion, getting the best resolution, a super high FOV, four thousand dollars is fucking cheap. Sorry for my French. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But isn't it? So I it, really, it is really, <laughs> <laughs> no, really, I love I, your I passion. Really, 
I really mean that. Uh, you know, like every other hobby, okay, I just get, I just pay ten thousand for that. I don't know what. But I, here, I do oh, find it four thousand is so expensive. No, it's. I do find it very strange. I, I have just bought a new car recently. It's a very expensive car, and the reason hopefully why, a German one. It is. It's a BM actually, and I've wanted <laughs> one for a long time. I didn't go in there and go. That's. I'm going to be really annoyed because that M3 is sixty-seven grand. How dare you? And then start telling bmw <laughs> off folks it, it, it's weird I, I don't know why people are annoyed in, in any industry we need the highest end possible to be right. innovating as much exactly. as possible because eventually that will go down and down into the core consumer focused products you know just look at what's happened with aspheric lenses for instance like pimax was right on there as soon as the arrow was released right. the, the crystal was on 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 their tail and it's it was actually a better headset than the arrow which I was not expecting at all. I was expecting to slate it, but I actually love it. Um, and then that's then driven the price of the aero down. Everyone's in competition with each other. And all this is very good exactly. for the industry. If we didn't have this, if we just had a Quest, um, and that was the only headset in the world, just the ones that we can afford um, easily, not easily, but, you know, better, then nothing, everything would just stagnate and we won't exactly. see the industry moving forward. So that, I, oh, that is that is ex, that is exactly also the reason why I'm super grateful that there is something like Pimax, that there is something like like Somnium, who are trying new things, you know, who are who are doing things in a different way, not not always perfect. Um, Pimax, I'm looking at you for sure, not at all, really, yeah, not not at all, like like ridiculous uh, most of the times, but <laughs> but honestly, they are really pushing. Pushing the how's it called? The pushing the the envelope. Boundaries. That's it. Well, yeah, the boundaries, right. Uh, right? You know, like to give enthusiasts the stuff that we want, like the, the 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 best visuals ever. You know that we can get right now, and we can get this for prices which are really not like completely crazy. Like if I say okay, thousand three hundred for the crystal, probably you have to pay another I don't know two hundred for tax or whatever. So you reach thousand five hundred dollars. And you can have like the best visuals that you can get right now in VR. Yeah, yeah. How, how is that expensive? How is that expensive for a hobby that you love and where you spend hours in it, where you really immerse yourself in virtual reality, where you fly in Microsoft Flight Simulator, you know, or you enjoy adult entertainment or what in, in the most crisp <laughs> way possible? Come on, that's amazing. It's just, you know, it's like you don't have to buy the XR4, guys. You don't have to, but just yeah. be pleased, be happy yeah. that that technology is there. Exactly, you know? exactly. And it's so, progress. So, so yeah, I, I totally can understand, um, Steve, that you're thinking about buying it. No, I am. And no, I, 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 don't, I don't even think it's crazy. I think it's logical that you should buy it as somebody who, who loves uh, flight sims. And who has a big following of flight simmers who want to know how it is? Actually, I also want one now. If, yeah, actually, <laughs> now, now honestly, that you said it, I should also yeah, buy yeah. it. I should just buy it. Here, here's should, the funny I should thing, sell right? something. I, I want this not just from. I don't. I'm not bothered about my YouTube channel when it comes to this headset. I want it for me. I want it to enjoy it for me, um, because this is the headset that I've for adult entertainment for or for flight time. simming. For obviously for flight simulation or maybe both <laughs> maybe you could be in an airliner watch it yeah. i don't know whatever yeah, yeah. But, uh, Who knows? uh honestly i i, I can see, i can see what's gonna I can, I can predict this now 2024 this is gonna be the best headset of 2024 for me and my channel but it's gonna be the one headset you probably won't see much of on the channel either because it'll be the one that i'll be using when i'm flying for myself and i'll okay. probably be using the quest 
and other headsets to showcase on the channel more than this. But this will be the right. one that I'll be enjoying for me because but but uh, yeah right. Because I appreciate I'm not I'm not just going to become an Avaria XR4 channel. That would be really <laughs> selfish, and I think people wouldn't appreciate that. But when it comes to just my own personal opinion, regardless of all the other stuff, this is the headset that I'm looking for forward to. That and the VR one actually, because I've got to mention some right. of the VR one. Because yeah, we'll talk this, about it in a moment. We'll talk that, about it in a moment. These two are actually interesting and in, uh, to compare. Uh, yeah, well, we, to, we knew the price we, we will, of the VR we, one. We, we, but... Yeah, we'll know it very soon. But the question about the XR4, though, is how is it really 3000 Is it going to be like $3,000 better than the, the Crystal? You know, like you have this kind of um, thing where you this, have yeah. some uh, you, the returns. Um, I, I forgot how to say that in English. Like at, at one point, you, you can you can spend more, but the rate of return that you get back for more investment yeah, is economy really. But yeah, is, I, is less. You know, like it, at one point you don't get as much as much back as you spend. And that here, all, that's all to do with software. The, the, the thing is, this headset is it's it's going to be absolutely useless if we cannot use these these functions and features in right. MSFS DCS world. For, next for, for example, for example, and also like how about the resolution? Uh, will the 4K per eye look so much better than the 2888 by 2888 that we have in the Somnium VR1 and in the Crystal? I don't know. I have not looked through it, right? I will be able to, to tell everyone soon because I will look through the, the, um, the XR4. But this is truly the question. Would it really look $3,000 better than the Crystal or the Somnium 1? Probably not. Honestly, I I think I'm not sure about it. It would have to really blow me away. But of, of course, we also have like a wider FOV than the Crystal. So probably that's where the high resolution nicely fits into it. Yeah, we'll see. <clears throat> it's Yeah, it's also you've got to really consider that during the days of the CV1 and Rift S, and then we got the reverb series of headsets and they were, we were getting massive jumps in resolution, but yeah. there's, there's gonna, that's going to fade off now. So I, I feel like something like the Pimax Crystal at full native resolution is so good. Like yeah. this, is it going to be like a massive jump again? I, I don't think it will be, but then it might be. I, I don't know. But there is. We'll see. We'll see. I think it's important to mention, though, that um, it's not all good news with the XR4. And this is my massive main gripe about the headset and this is why i can't wait to try it and that is no oled no oled yeah why but uh, that, it, that... it has local at least at least it has local dimming like just like just like in the crystal it's not even qled though is it it's just lc it's mini led or is it i think yeah no, it's um, LCD. yeah it's not qled True. so which True. um i i really they can't there's only so much you can do with that, really. Uh, and even though, yeah, local dimming, great. I don't think it's going to have the deep colors of the Pimax Crystal or the Somnium VR1. And that, that's my biggest worry. Yeah, That is my biggest Agreed. worry. Said, if, if that bothers me too much, then I won't be buying it. I won't be using it that much. I'll be going right. elsewhere. But um, it's the other things that really excite me because I do feel the next step for flight simulation is pass-through, really good pass-through, so you can see your cockpit, your controls, as well as the VR. The, the whole XR thing has to be the next big step for flight simulation at this point. And this will lead the way for that. And that's what I'm excited about. But yeah, the that's a bit of a hammer blow, really. Um, if you consider the Apple Vision Pro has micro, is it micro OLED? Micro OLED, yeah. 
Mike Rowland. That's yeah. like a ah bugger. <laughs> you know what I mean? That is good. That's gonna look good. The, 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 yeah. the, the Apple Vision Pro is going to blow us away in terms of visuals. That's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. This is where the VR1, the Somnium VR1 fights back here. And I, I also feel with the advent of no Aero 2, because it's not an Aero 2 coming anytime no. soon. Yeah. Which really, really broke my heart, literally, even though I know that they're obviously sort of negating that with the fact that this is now available or will be to prosumers. That's amazing. But at the same time, I think this has just shown how much, how good the crystal is. We've gone back to that again because I feel yeah, like the this, crystal is this, amazing. This shows how good Truly. that is for the price. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's pretty um, astonishing, especially now with those new prices, right? 1299 everything included, like the controllers, mm. everything you need, the glass lenses. Yeah, it's it's great. It's a really, really good offer. Um, so now we, we need to know where is the Somnium VR1 going to sit? Yeah, let's talk about, let's talk about this. With all this going on. Right. Also, one thing about the Vario, which is nice, for, before we get to the Somnium, is that the Vario does not needs um lighthouse yes and, and honestly i i truly in my opinion i truly think that this is nowadays more of a pro than a con yes lighthouse is the best tracking available i agree but it is a kind of annoyance if you don't have it already and for people coming into this now or simply want to get the best then that you have to tell them, okay you still have to buy the lighthouse base stations and you have to buy the controllers to really make it work and oh the controllers are not always um available same as the, the base stations it's basically a lottery if you can get it oh but you can buy it on second hand market it sucks it honestly sucks so it's great that actually in my opinion the that vario has gone the way of including their own their own um tracking system right inside out and if you want if you really want you can upgrade to lighthouse same with the with the crystal Right, it has its own tracking, but if you really, really want Lighthouse, you can simply put on that Lighthouse faceplate. So I think it is fantastic that they did that. What is your thing? What's, what's your opinion yes, about it, that? They had to. They, they really had to do it, um, and especially with like we don't really know what's going on with like Valve with their base stations. Are, are they going to be available for much longer? You know, do, do we know what stocks are like? Obviously, there's other options like the HTC ones. But overall, it does feel like it's getting a little bit, um, you know, like of a of an annoyance having base stations. And I, I, I yeah, I just I feel like if it's it was the right time for them to make that move. And of course, that they now have got um, audio as well. So the headset, the XR4 right. has an integrated integrated microphone and audio. So they have been listening right. to the feedback, they which did. is really good. So yeah, um, it, it's it seems to be a very exciting headset. Yeah, right. it, and it is. It's 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 very expensive, but when you look at all the technology, it isn't. It actually isn't. I mean, what what else is out there, guys? What else else that else is showing this kind of specification? Well, the only thing out there is the Apple Vision Pro, which is very similar price, but it's in their own ecosystem, which you can't use. You can't use Agreed. that for flight sims and and or, or you know gaming and everything. Anyway, so no, I think they've hit hit it just right with the uh, with the price. Although. 
I don't know, from, from an aesthetic point of view, I'm not sure if I quite like the look of it. <laughs> of, of, um, of the XO4. Yeah. Well, someone said to me, <laughs> uh, who was it? One of my subscribers, Kevin, I think, is if, he's, if you're watching this, hello, mate. Merry Christmas. He said it looks like a cheap toaster from Argos from the front. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Yeah, it's true. And I must admit that sort of chintzy, silvery faceplate thing. I, I, I don't know if I like the look of that. It might look better in the flesh. But uh, right. I actually prefer the secure edition, but there's no way I'm getting that one. So, but I, I just wish it was just black. You know, I wish they all looked the same, or at least, uh, yeah, the faceplate, it looks a little bit chintzy. Uh, but who cares? You're right, right? It has a very special design to it, the design language, very special. But agreed, like if you're inside it and you're blown away by the resolution and by the yeah, exactly. FOV, then you don't get, and by the <laughs> pass through, then it's okay. All right. So now let's talk about. The Somnium VR1, the, the next headset that is um, coming out and that we're excited about, obviously, as VR enthusiasts, right? So this also has um, the, the same resolution and the same panels like the, like the um, crystal. So it's going to look great for sure. But this also has a wider FOV. And it doesn't have the... The stupid stuff of the crystal, <laughs> as in the, the the batteries, right? You know, that's like one of the down, one of uh, one of the negatives of the Pimes crystal, that you have to deal with those um, batteries, even in PC VR mode, right? It's run of it runs of batteries, and this is something that does not run out of batteries. It's, it's simply a Steam VR headset that you would connect to your PC and enjoy PC VR. Right, PC VR as you want it, like uncompressed through display port. So it has very high resolution, 2880 by 2880 pixels. It has these dual spheric lenses, which will give you a bigger FOV, and that's what they're pointing out here. It gives you a bigger FOV thanks to these uh, lens structure, which is like 125 degrees horizontal and vertically 100 degrees so yeah very similar like the xr4 but with a qled panel right so so this is this is going to look good and we also have a pass-through if we want it which is supposed to look good i haven't seen it unfortunately yet and it seems like a very exciting very modular headset you know like you can you can also choose your own um head strap because here on the on the sides of it, actually, um, it's something that, that is very comparable to the Quest 2 and 3, where you can simply add your own head strap. And the whole thing is very modular. And what I really like, it is completely being done in the European Union. Yeah, I love it. I obviously love <laughs> it. You know, like I have nothing against things being produced in China, obviously, right? Like we also enjoy the Pimax and stuff, but it is still a great feeling that something like this for high-end fans comes from the European Union, right? So, so if you're worried about your data, if you're worried about all these kind of things, which which are actually a real thing, then it's cool to have an, an option from Europe, right? What, what are your thoughts about about this, Steve? Yeah, definitely. I think when it comes to things like communication and returns and that kind of thing, it should be a little bit easier uh, for people in Europe and. Um, yeah, I think Somnium VR One at its core, they they you know they're, they're very focused. What they seem to be on build quality and customer service, all the things yeah. that have been a yeah. bit iffy in the VR industry in general. I think so. I, I do have a good feeling about that side of things. Hopefully, um, yeah, right. From what I've been told so far. 
Um, right. I mean, yeah, I, I just think this again, this is the this is going to be a really interesting one, isn't it? This headset, because like how much I love the crystal, it's going to have those same displays, but it's going to be more. It looks way more comfortable, lighter. You're not going to have to worry about a battery. Um, it's yeah, I love have... that part. I really love that part. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it just looks very desirable, don't you think? It just looks like a really like nice it. piece of hardware. I, I, it, exactly. It uh, looks like like gear. You know, it looks like yes, something I want to use. It's it not like it professional. It looks professional. It doesn't look like um, like a toy. This yeah. looks something that I want to use. And it gives me some functionality that I want. <laughs> you know, it, it gives us exactly that functionality that we want, like like simply high, uh, yeah, high resolution at a wide FOV. So yeah, like bring it on, like absolutely bring it on. I can't wait to try it out myself. Um, I'm super intrigued to see what this dual lens spheric uh, design is about as well, and and what that looks like. I can't wait to see that. Um, right. Uh, with that extra field of view as well, still at 35 pix PPD, I think it is, isn't it? P PPD. So that's, I think that's a nice sweet spot at the moment. I mean, uh, you know, I think we we can't. I don't think we should be focusing more on higher resolution right now. I mean, like GPU power, you know, even with a 4090, that's 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 right on the fringes of what it's capable of. Um, so let let's let's focus on better lenses, better ergonomics. Those kinds of things, I think that's really important. More comfort. Comfort is a big deal now in VR. People are starting to realize we don't want a massive brick on a head for hours. We want something that's designed well. And yes, of course, this is still way bigger than the Beyond, but then you have to think about those extra features. It's going to have... Uh, yeah, you so get a wide FOV. You, yeah. you get a wide FOV. That is really important. Like With the Big Screen Beyond, I was happy now because my head shape, uh, for my head shape, they were able to give me the the smaller face pad, you know, where, where I can get close to the lenses. Before, I was not happy with the Big Screen Beyond when I had the standard face pad because the FOV was simply too small, right? So having something now with the crystal with the crystal displays, but with a wide FOV, it does sound nice, right? Absolutely, so, yeah, totally, yeah, yeah. So, so, but now we really need to. Um, we we need the price, obviously. We need the price, and we have not heard about the price for the Somnium VR1 for a long time. And we are going to hear uh, about the price very soon, right? Like a couple of YouTubers are going to Prague really soon. <laughs> oh, I thought there's a, a panther there behind me or something. It's all right, yeah. in the jungle. <laughs> a couple of uh, of uh, of uh, YouTubers. <laughs> going there. <laughs> <laughs> Why have I suddenly come big screen? Yeah, That's great, uh, isn't it? I have no idea. There. <laughs> I have no idea how that happened. I'm uh, <laughs> going there to check it out, and and then and, uh, and then it seems they're going to reveal the price. Yeah. So so unfortunately, I have to tell you that I am not going to go to Prague to check it out. Because um, it was on a too short, too short of a notice. So the Somnium team did invite me, like uh, only a couple of weeks ago, and it was simply, unfortunately, too short of a note, too short of a notice. So I won't make my way to Prague for this one. But <laughs> I will be going to the CES, as I told you, and there I'm going to get an appointment to check out the Somnium VR1. So I will also be able to tell you here on the channel. Um, yeah, like 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 my impressions about it. So 
so so what are your thoughts about pricing um um steve what, what do you think is the sweet spot for this device what, what do you think uh, what, what do you think how expensive is it going to be we really need to know now don't we at this point we need to know um I, i'm just thinking in, in terms of sort of the options you have if you just go for the vr headset itself wouldn't it be so sweet if say you didn't want the mixed reality pass through the eye tracking all that kind of thing which obviously you do want but if you just wanted those beautiful <laughs> lenses qled panel all day long you know and the quality that it, it does gen genuinely look like a very nice quality headset um i would love it to be around the mid you know sort of a thousand pound mark or just maybe slightly under for for that um, for the base I, for the base unit you, yeah okay this comes a different unit this comes a different kind of like for the um, base unit. For, you got a base unit which which doesn't have what well, doesn't it doesn't have pass through right or what does the base unit have it's basically uh, just a vr headset and that's what they say on their thing just a vr right headset. right so right but, but it, it won't be just a vr headset it, it's quite funny how they put that on there because it, it will have the most amazing visuals ever so um i think you you know you're going to be getting so i'm hoping eight nine hundred british pounds that sort of thing no Maybe no that's, that's that's way too cheap do you think yeah like like no 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 look look this really it has the same great panels like in the like in the crystal right you think they about are, the arrow and how they, much they, that is yeah but they have come down in price you in they making that new but if they're they making go it, between they, the crystal making, and the arrow they're making they are thousands. like sourcing the parts themselves they are like they are like building that in europe with their european expensive hands you know like like no <laughs> there, there, there's no way this can cost like like 800 no way and they, they would they would like have to support it they have to subsidize it if they if they sell the base unit for 800 they have to they would have to subsidize it and the whole batch it would only be like a PR thing if they really, if they sell it for under under thousand, it would be great move for PR, but then it would not come in huge quantities. So so yes, perhaps it is under thousand, but then it's only a PR move, that is not sustainable. So so no. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm not a businessman, so I you know I'm just I'm just saying what I would like it to be, and I think what the community would like yeah, it to be. I would like um, it to be five hundred dollars. Yeah, I've absolutely no idea how it's how it what is what it takes to build a VR headset and all that goes into it. But from a enthusiast point of view, and I think if you think about the crystal and the arrow, it needs to be in between there. It needs to, for, for that base model. I think it needs to yeah. be around, um, you know, the thousand pound mark uh, would be nice. But, but the thousand pound I, mark, I, then, then no it's idea. then it's cheaper. Then it's cheaper than than the Pimes Crystal, right? If it's thousand pounds. Yeah, yeah, and obviously you have to think about the fact you need base stations with this. It doesn't yeah. come with audio either, so um, there was there is going to be that additional cost as well uh, that people will probably have to. Yeah, of course, you know, exactly. So, so, so that's why that's why if you if, it, if you price it at thousand dollars, it would be it would it would still seem cheaper than. The crystal which would be great but yeah then people still have to have the base stations exactly and then think yeah. about the the arrow is i don't know how much it is with taxes and all that kind of stuff and import tax it's probably still going to be a thousand or so isn't it um yeah and if you sure. think about the crystal it's it's got to be sitting between them because it's this headset is better than the arrow I, i'm sure it is because i'm I mean, sure too this, i'm sure too and in terms of the crystal probably is going to be as well so it has to be around that price uh, but of course, it has. It won't have eye tracking like the crystal has. 
Um, he won't have standalone capability. Well, obviously, we don't really know. It's not very good anyway in the crystal, but you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's, it's and he won't, have, he won't have inside out tracking. So it wouldn't make any yeah. sense if... Yeah, it's tricky. I don't know. But anyway, that that's not the one... Probably most people aren't really going to be buying that anyway, especially the flight sim crowd. They're going to be wanting to buy at least the one with the eye tracking. Um, the second one would probably make more sense because eye tracking is important for foveated rendering. I think it, right. it's been proven that it works really well. So that's when things are going to get a lot more expensive, I think. Um, and... It'll be, you know, I've no idea what they're going to do for the pricing of this. So it'd be very intrigued. And I'll, I'll certainly be, uh, you know, at some point asking when I can to see what that price sort of range will be <laughs> when I get a chance right, to. Right, right. So, yeah, just thinking about it. What do you it, think, like... then, sir? What do you think? So you're thinking it, a lot it, higher, a lot higher then. It's, <laughs> it really depends on how many units they they're producing. So if 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 in general this is only a small batch of a couple of hundreds, I I could see them like subsid even subsidizing the base unit because they would get lots of good press. You know, if 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 the price is really for the base unit really is like a thousand dollars or something that's cheaper than the crystal, they would get lots of um, good press and people would think like wow this is even cheaper than the crystal but but better in terms of uh, yeah fov and stuff right but then they would have to probably subsidize the price but for a couple of hundred pieces that is doable so if they want to come out like blazing that is probably something that they could do if it really becomes cheaper and but in, and and they're and their um, the amount of devices that they are going to make, anyways, is just a couple of hundred. Then this is doable. If it was like an actual sensible pricing that has that the pricing that has to do with their own costs and making it in the European Union as compared to uh, mass producing it in the in China, then the price has to go up, right? And then. They, they simply cannot make it much more expensive than the Pimax Crystal, right? Because people will compare it. People will compare it. So it's going to be a tough one. It to is tough. It's tough it, because it cannot, it cannot be exactly. Cannot be, it cannot be much more expensive than the Pimax Crystal because it's going to be a tough one to make this device look better in terms of visuals compared to the Crystal because it has the same panels. But it has more FOV, right? So, 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 how can you make it sharper? Like in terms of just the optics, how can you make it sharper when it has the same panels but a wider FOV? Yeah, if if this has, well, it will. Not if it will it, hopefully it, look exactly the same. Even if it looks exactly the same as a crystal, if it, looks, it would be great. Like I'm all, all for it. it. Like I'm I'm all for it. Probably yeah. there's the panels are still good enough to give us more FOV. But you know, I've seen the crystal with those wide FOV lenses. <laughs> I totally didn't like it no, because <laughs> because they really it was it was very bad, right? Like the but the binocular overlap was shitty then That's when true. they when they introduced that that wide FOV lenses. So, but this is a different kind of technology of lenses. They are double stacked lenses, so probably it's just better. Who knows? I don't know. I haven't looked through it yet, right? So, but in terms of, I, I, I think they cannot price it much more expensive than the crystal. So, I I see the base model somewhere around um, thousand three hundred dollars. 
well, thousand two hundred dollars, perhaps something like this. Thousand, thousand one hundred ninety nine dollars. They're not they that be... far away from what I said, really. Then yeah, it's, it's not so far away. You're right. You're right. You're right. He's <laughs> like shocked. Like what? Yeah. They yeah, because you, away for that because you, because you said like like something like eight hundred, right? Well, okay, well, but you know you're right. It's fair. not so much. It's not so I, much. I said I did say a thousand to start with, but then I kind of backtracked and went maybe eight nine hundred <laughs> because I'm thinking that's what we re if if it was available that price, I think that would be a at, at the a level of you know the consumer market where I am with my channel. I think that would be a almost impulse buy for a lot of people on my right, channel who right. are waiting for the because this is basically we're waiting for a Vario Aero two, and I feel the VR one is that is now going to be that headset that people are waiting for with that kind of quality prestige. With the right. panels, the QLED technology, without needing a battery and all that kind of thing. This is kind of what we've been waiting for. Now that Vario exactly. quite said, you know, there's no Aero 2 coming, it's put the VR1 in a stronger market um, for people yeah. who are, are now holding out for this headset. Exactly. Probably people don't want to pay $4,000, 420 um, degrees um, horizontal, but they're looking out for the Somnium then, right? So, you know what? I personally, I would not be angry. <laughs> If the device, <laughs> if the de device would cost one thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars in the base model, I would not be angry, you know. So because it is a premium device, if they want to position it as a premium device that simply is premium and it doesn't come with all the all, all the baggage that the crystal comes with, that's the thing, isn't it? Um... You know, you know, really, if you're an enthusiast and you simply want to have a headset which will give you what you want, like best visuals with a nice FOV and not the baggage of the crystal with all the all the stuff that we talked about. Yeah, why not pay $1,999 for a device that is made in Europe where you can be absolutely sure it's yours and there's no funny things going on with anything. It is yours and it's a high-end device that is handmade with European hands. Expensive hands <laughs> with with expensive European hands. This is and, just it. And it has and it has like super and it has like super high quality. Like if I look at this picture, I, I don't know. Is that is that real? Is, is it just a render or is it real? But you know, it looks so frigging desirable. Well, this this is oh, no, my that's you. This is my that's problem. Crystal. Yeah, I look desirable. Hey. You did. You look desirable. <laughs> yes, you do. You do. But but like uh. for but not for a VR headset. But for a VR headset, if I look at this, it looks like so high quality. Well, this and is this is the point. This is the as point. much as as much as I love the crystal in terms of um, build quality, it does not look so good. No, no, it doesn't. This is what this is thing. When I have this. VR one in my hands for the first time. Okay, <clears throat> next week. <coughs> oh, cough. Um, yeah. And I'm, you know, and I check it out. <laughs> yeah, in the future, next week. In the future. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it's a bit uh, loud in the jungle. Um, <laughs> and I, and I think to myself, right, this feels like a really premium product, like Vario quality. Yeah. Then, yeah, that that makes all the difference in terms of the pricing. Of course, it does. Exactly. It's gonna feel absolutely solid it looks amazing works perfectly everything is you know the build quality everything that they've said which you know because they've stated build quality is one of their things that they really want to okay uh, i'm glad to hear really, this yeah yeah I, I just think then yeah perhaps but i still think 2000 like you said 2000 that's quite a lot for the base model really um i don't know I have to be really desirable for that I'm yeah very, of course very uh, I'm, i mean that's what i mean 
That's what I mean. Room, though, is it? Because that, if that's right. the base model, there's only another two thousand pounds between that. Yeah. And the right. So, so uh, I was, I was exaggerating. I don't think it's going to cost one thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollars. Probably something in the middle. You know, if it was something in the middle, a thousand, three hundred, thousand four hundred, I would be fine with it. I personally would be fine with it and think like, okay, for what you're getting here, like crystal um, panels and a wider FOV and a headset that in terms of build quality, it looks premium and it was made with those beautiful European hands. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you say like, it yes. on there at the bottom. Built, <laughs> made, built with, with, with with beautiful expensive European hands, then I don't think it's ex expensive. It's the same thing that I was talking about before when I said like, "Come on, guys, this is our enthusiast hobby." And then there is a company who says, "You know what? We're going to make a headset for you," which which is which is really it's it's so hard to make hardware, and we are the VR enthusiast people here watching this this channel right now. Of course, it cannot compete against a $500 Quest 3, you know? But this is something which is made for us who love DP, as in DisplayPort, and who, who simply enjoy this kind of thing. And then if it costs $1,500, if it costs $1,700, even if it costs $1,999, yeah. I just think what people are saying in the comments and stuff like, yeah, the Questory, by the way, is not the price that you pay for it because you have to have loads of accessories. So you're looking at at least, like in the UK at the moment, what is it, about 500, no, 400, I can't remember what it's, I bought one, I can't remember. Let me check. <laughs> I can't remember how much it is. But basically, you know, it's, it, yeah, 480 pounds in the UK for the 128 gig version. So with that, as well as a battery head strap, because you're going to need that, you're going to need um a facial interface so you're looking at more like 700 pounds or at least you know yeah around that sort of price which is then quite close to an aero anyway which you probably would prefer if you were a pc vr enthusiast the ps display port. <laughs> i didn't wonder where he was going with there for a minute um <laughs> so it, it it's hard for, I, I i i don't envy arte when it comes to deciding the yeah. price maybe it's why, it's why we don't know yet because it's quite hard to yeah. position this and then you but know, I would be the top out as well right I mean, right you know like i agree i agree it's not hard because uh, because there are those screaming people who want it just cheaper just cheap and cheap and cheap but if i was in this position i would simply like stick to my guns and say you know what this is premium this is better in terms of build quality than the crystal this gives you more fov and that is why it is more expensive and again, it was made in the European Union with, you know, again, European hands. And it, it, it is yours. You can modify it. it is, you don't have to worry about any kind of data that is being stolen. I, I, don't, I, I don't think that Pimax is stealing any data. But it is simply a different thing. So I understand it does have to compete in the marketplace. But they have their own value proposition. And in my opinion... They could say, hey, this is better, so it is more expensive, and we're not producing it in masses. So honestly speaking, I don't think it, it is going to sell at the quantities or that even that they're even going to prepare the quantities like the crystal. You know, the crystal, they're, they're making thousands of it, and they're selling it well. 
So hey, for the Somnium, cool. for the Somnium, probably it's hundreds. I think I don't know. I, I'm not so deep into it this device yet. So I simply believe it is fine if it costs one thousand five hundred ninety-nine dollars in 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 that basic in that basic price bracket. Yeah, I do feel this is going to stem a lot on like for, like people's opinions when they get them. You know, when we see reviews, YouTube reviews, and particularly for my crowd, people know what I look for in a VR headset, and I look for you know, stability, reliability, and image quality is the number one thing that I really, really take note of. And in recent years, I really do appreciate people's, people crying out for something comfortable, something compatible with not just NVIDIA cards, but also AMD cards. And there's also like the run times. People want to know, is it going to be OpenXR? Is there going to be their own OpenXR development, which I really hope there is. There's lots of other things that go into it. And if... If this becomes like the best VR headset in 2024, they will sell more than 100. To, they'll sell thousands of them. If if people like me and you, Seb, and others out there really do get to try it out and test it, which we will do eventually, and I'm looking forward to that. And I think that's that's the key thing here. Was it what's it going to be like in practice with like with all the flight simulators that I use and all the all the questions that people want to know? That's the yeah, right. Yeah, and right. Think... Exactly. You have to find. We have to find out. Like, what can it do? Like, also, also the eye tracking. The eye tracking is not standard Toby, right? It's their own thing. So, yeah, will yeah. it be compatible with anything? You know, like, like this is really the crystal is so good for for that price. It's unbelievable. You know, for one thousand two hundred ninety nine dollars, you're getting eye tracking. You're getting inside out. You you're getting like compatible eye tracking from Toby. You know, you get you're getting. Um, dfr so it's crazy it's crazy what that device can do the crystal and just to as a side note this has doesn't this have the same sort of pass-through quality as the xr3 um i, think, I don't know it have, I, honestly, uh, I honestly don't know I where is it uh I I'm sure it's 12 dual 12 megapixel cameras i think it is with it if that is the case then wow you're, you're, you know, that means the, the industry has moved on hugely. If this ends up coming in at around two and a half, three thousand for, for the sort of, you know, higher end. If you think about it that way, guys, that is really cheap because the XR3 is still really, really expensive. <clears throat> and if you're going to get that level of quality for that kind of price, then that's a massive jump. Uh, and, and that will be quite a big deal. So if, if say the higher end, you know, the, the full fat version, should we say, is around that sort of price. <laughs> That is that is very good for the for the pass through, and I and I still think pass through is the next big thing for VR XR moving forward uh, for 2024. That's what we want to see now. We want to see those things being integrated together. Hopefully, if software allows it. <laughs> right. So, right. Yeah, it's going to so, be so, so interesting. So again, I'm so sad for this industry that we are in this kind of environment where people don't accept headsets that are a bit more expensive because we have something like the Quest 3 at $500. Again, in any other industry or in any other hobby, when there is a company that does something for you, for you, the VR enthusiast, the enthusiast of that hobby, it is absolutely fine if that thing costs thousands of thousands of dollars. But in this industry, if there is a company that does something special, like here Somnium, for example, oh, it, it, it cannot even cost $2,000 for the base model. 
you know that that is really something that I don't like in this industry and also yeah, for us for I us agree. fans like no like there's one company a small company that has to compete with something like like uh like like Meta or even with a Chinese company that can do it for cheaper and they're doing it for the fans and they're building something special don't sh don't shoot them when they present something to you that is a bit more expensive this is a special hobby so even if the base model costs $2000 which i don't think it will cost $2000 yes that is an absolute valid price if you think they still need to earn something from it you know i don't think they will earn anything from this device right so even if Arthur is going to say this device costs $2,000. Yes, celebrate it. Celebrate that they made this headset. You know, like that it gives you something special over the amazing crystal already. You know, so so really, really. So don't do that. Just in just celebrate a company that is doing that in the first place for you. Sebastian ran over. <laughs> <laughs> just to say as well to nobody nowhere, I was talking about the XR3. That's why I said XR3, not XR4. It doesn't compete against the XR4 pass-through. That's on a completely different planet, okay? That's what concerns me as well, because you can get that for a, quite a very good price now, which has made this even more of a headache for Arta, because not only have you got the crystal one end, you've also got the XR4 that's now been uh, announced, which is only 4,000. I know it's a lot, <clears throat> but... No, it isn't for this. We're talking of high-end VR, the highest point in, in the VR XR industry here. So shuffling those prices, it's going to be hard. It's going to be yes, difficult. Yes, yes. So, so I, I totally, I can totally understand the people in the chat or in general that say like, oh, okay, but I can't afford it. I, I get you. I totally get you. <laughs> and I also, I can't afford... Uh, a uh, Mercedes or yeah, probably a Mercedes, yes, but not a, not a Ferrari or Lamborghini. I cannot afford it, you know. But I'm not like saying like, oh, why why are the Lamborghinis so expensive? You know, it's it's great that we have something like this. If we didn't, if we didn't have this, then VR would not move forward, ever. Yeah, exactly. So it's not right. obscene. The XR4 price is not obscene. Just because no. if you can't afford it, that's fine. But celebrate that's fine, yeah. what it's it's, it's I, I really exactly <laughs> exactly and and don't go around and uh, talk it down or trash it just because you cannot afford it because that makes you look it, it like, makes look no stupid. sense. It, it makes no sense. I, I'm not going to walk into like you know an expensive showroom and just start whinging because I can't afford something. <laughs> Lamborghini. I don't know how to actually say Lamborghini. La Lamborghini. Lamborghini. Yeah. Lamborghini. <laughs> Lamborghini. I have no idea how to actually say. <laughs> Why would you want to buy one of them? They're horrible cars. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm driving like a very old car. Which the main thing for me was like it can pull my, my my um, caravan. <laughs> a Lamborghini. That'd look cool. Yeah. Actually, pulling a caravan. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah. So who knows? Um, I obviously I hope it's it's going to be like a prize. That people will think is um, sensible and and not too expensive. I think the price is going to be again it's something like like crystal for the base model. I don't know, probably a bit more expensive. Um, yeah, thousand thousand one hundred ninety nine dollars probably. 
$1,299 for the base model and then getting more expensive. But honestly, I don't think they're going to make any money from it. Not at all. Joe, who would have thought, though? This is this is the problem we've got. And Jamie, I, I hear you there, what you say. Flight simmers have families and inflation is off the chart. I absolutely agree. But then we have... This is the, this is the struggle. This is the struggle. This is the struggle. Is that we, struggle. Don't, <laughs> we don't have the mid PCVR headset anymore. And this is the problem. Who would have thought that the, the DPVR A4 is great, that, that, even though you don't like it, it's great. I don't like that headset. So yeah, you should no. check it again. It's great. No, don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, we don't have um, a you know, Reverb G3, we don't have a Vive Pro, 3, yeah, 2, whatever. You know, it's, it's such a shame. But, but you're going to get the Quest 3. The yeah, Quest 3. The, the Quest 3 is... It's good enough. It's good enough. It is. But again, I'm like, oh, I know. But if you've got a... You do need a decent 30 series car, 30, 80, 30, 90 for it to, to enjoy it. Because obviously it's still not a DisplayPort connection. So we're in this difficult situation right now. We don't have a new mid mid-range price VR headset. And I'm so sick of you know recommending the reverdy 2 because i just think mm. at this point it's not even being supported it won't be soon i feel like it's really hard at the moment and at the moment who would have thought the high end the super high end is in that's where the competition is right now you know we've got so many high-end headsets that are competing against each other you think we wouldn't you think it'd be more the kind of quest line or the mid price point and i think that is all right. because of meta and the fact that they can subsidize the price, they're in a powerful right. position. Agreed. It's Agreed. made people jaded about how much VR totally. headsets are worth. Exactly. Exactly. You're totally right. They're it's totally right. It has it has harmed. This has actually harmed the industry in a way. Obviously, in, in other ways, it's fantastic that so many people got a Quest uh, 3 and Quest 2, but it has been a problem for the competition, obviously, where suddenly... Uh, a six hundred dollar headset seems um, crazily expensive for the for the mid range, right? So yeah, yeah agreed, agreed. And I, I was really hoping that Pico would fill that void uh, next year with a uh, a DisplayPort connection, sort of Pico, you know, five or something. But it's looking oh, like yeah, that's, that's not going to happen. The, now. That's the other topic we totally didn't talk about it. Like the Pico five seems to be dead. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I am heartbroken by that because trust here. me, guys, there's no one. On this planet that wants a mid pc vr headset than me i know i talk about high-end stuff all the time because that's the only thing there is to talk about apart from the quest 3 you know but i would love i would so love a you know a reva g3 type headset i i would be so happy for that to happen but, but it's just not happening guys it's not happening and so what can you do you know it's it's you've got to look to where there is the hobby of where there is you know the technology that's coming down and maybe eventually with the likes of the xr4 and the somnium vr1 and the pimax crystal i i feel pimax are doing something i don't know i i feel we might get us another surprise headset from them next year that's probably a little bit more cheaper and still quite high end i've just got a feeling i don't know why i haven't been told anything but i just feel that they're they're quite clever with how they're sort of predicting the market and i think the crystal was you know one of those headsets where it was a bit it's a confusing headset it doesn't really know what it wants to be but i think pimax have learned from that and i think i'm hoping that they're going to learn that maybe we want a pc vr headset from them with the spheric lenses with a smaller form factor that's a little bit cheaper or a lot cheaper with inside our tracking it could happen next year or in the next couple of years but for now 
Who knows? Probably have they that. have some some people who give them some good advice. So then well, this yeah, might happen. Yeah, but they are listening. <laughs> this, they're listening to my feedback. I know they are, and they're definitely listening to yours, uh, Seb. And they're they're taking it on board, and they're being very open at the moment. So who knows? Because of that, I don't know. I think that that might be a force to be reckoned with in the next year or so, so long as they learn from their mistakes. But right now, we don't have a mid a mid range price VR headset that I would recommend, other than the Riva GT. Still, I just and it's just like, oh come on. That's right. been out for absolutely ages now. It's frustrating. Right, I'm right. very frustrated with it as well. I totally get it. I totally get it. Yeah, let's see. Let's see what CS 2024 brings. That might be a very, ex <laughs> very exciting show. <coughs> yeah, cool, cool. So exciting things uh, are on the horizon with the upcoming headsets. Somni VR One. We're going to hear very from. Exciting. We're going to hear from specially selected high-profile VR YouTubers. <laughs> don't put me big screen again <laughs> soon they're going to check it out and um yeah let's see i'm going to check it out myself at ces and we'll tell you all about it and uh 2024 is going to be a super exciting year also obviously oh, with is. the apple vision it pro is. coming definitely with with a secret surprise headsets coming that nobody is even thinking about right now Honestly, right, I, do, so, I do feel 2024 is going to be every bit, if not more exciting than this year for VR. Absolutely. It is. It is going to be. It's going to be like this. You're right. Okay, so the one hour and 30 minutes that you wanted have turned to two hours and 40 minutes. <laughs> what are your thoughts about that now? <laughs> are you happy to be back on the Next Dimension podcast? It's great to be talking about VR again. It really is. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I haven't really been... You know, because I don't have a lot of people in my life to talk about VR same here, at this same level. Here. Uh, right. So yeah, it's it's wonderful to have a chat about it again. And um, yeah, it's it's just if I think about what's coming and some of the things I can't talk about. You know, I, I honestly, generally think if anyone's out there feeling a bit bummed out about VR and stuff, honestly, it's it's only just beginning. And I think next year is going to be a huge year for xr really is and i can't wait it is. to get back on the because uh, i'm having a bit of a break from the channel now for that reason because things are going to go insane again i think so it's good to relax a bit i'm also happy now to calm down a bit i will play some games like uh, asgard's wrath 2 but uh yeah let's let's enjoy the christmas time a bit it's it's good Definitely. to calm down and spend time with the family and uh yeah so also on my channel not so much content but um, I hope you understand that. That is why this is the year-end show of the Next Dimension podcast. We will come back to you in 2024, which is going to be an amazing year for VR for sure. The, the year that Apple joins the, the other companies. And wow, probably we're also going to get something from Samsung and Google working together later so. this year. Yeah, definitely. And we, may, we might get some, some other headsets that you have no idea about, but I know everything about already. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> so, so, so we don't know. Yeah, what, what might be what might happen next year? It might be a very, very exciting year. It's going to be yeah. another busy one. It uh -huh. is. Uh, enjoy that break, it's, Seb. It's yeah, exactly. One. You're right. Exactly. I should really do nothing else than hang out with my family and be on the Christmas market. You know, the Christmas markets are so cool. 
here in Germany, it's it's really it's wow. You should see that. It's it's funny that said because next uh, week I'm gonna enjoy the Christmas market in Prague. I'm really gonna. I can't wait to. to do oh that. no! Yeah, I'm going there. Yeah. Oh really? Cool. That's great. Yeah, just, just, what just, a coincidence! The oh, yeah. the the Christmas market Christmas in Prague. Market. Yeah, I know yeah. the Christmas the Christmas market in Prague is actually great as well. Very it, beautiful. It, yeah, that's where I'm going. I've heard great things about it. So yeah. okay, perfect, perfect. That's great. I'm looking forward to to hear from you what you see there. Oh, absolutely, it's going to be on the yeah, Christmas market. To, yeah, yeah, the Christmas market. <clears throat> yeah, brilliant. So absolutely, for everyone who is watching this right now or listening to it, you have to subscribe to VR Flight Sim Guy. Oh, look him, you. look yes, him please. up. Looking, look him up on uh, on YouTube. It's an amazing channel, and he's going to tell you about whatever he sees in Prague, right? Yes. So, so, so that's going to be a very exciting thing. Definitely. Yeah, I know things. I know things, Roger. <laughs> <laughs> that's why this is MRTV. That is all knowing. It's a force to reckon with in this industry. <laughs> right, right. So. So I love I love to talk about this. I am so happy to talk with you and Tatiana in the show, and I hope that everyone who is uh, watching this still that you love the Next Dimension podcast. I know you were starved of this show for for weeks and weeks. So we're just giving you a glimpse of what this is like. This show, right? <laughs> so that you don't write it off. We are a force to be reckoned with in 2024 for sure. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So, gi so give it a thumbs up right now. And also, absolutely um, give it a five-star review if you love this. So get out your iPhone and your iPad, one of the two, and open the podcast app that you can find there. And um, simply give it a five-star review. That would be incredible for two hours and 43-minute show. Wow. That, that, that helped that hopefully really entertained you and gave you some insights about VR, high-end VR, and all the stuff that we love. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to be back in 2024 because we're going to, we're going to discuss all the good stuff here in this show. And that is everything that we have for the 2023 year-end show of the Next Dimension podcast. Yes. Really hope that you enjoyed it. Look at oh, this. Oh, wow. Too. How did you do yeah. that? That's clever. I, I Yeah, look at this. It is because I'm using uh, all Apple products. Like, like I'm looking at my iPhone uh, right now. It's my webcam. And this is running out my of my MacBook uh, Air. It's good stuff. That, it can even do like more the, things. The grand finale of the whole show is watching <laughs> you do that. That's just yeah, like, wow. You're right. I, I, I can even do more things, but I don't even... Oh, look at that. You should have been doing that far more in this podcast. <laughs> You're I feel right. cheated somehow. <laughs> I can do this again now. <laughs> yeah, so for all of you who are, who are just listening to it, you should absolutely watch this also as, as a as a um, YouTube podcast on YouTube, on MRTV. Then you could see all these amazing things. I think, I think you, can, cool. I, you can even do more things. So probably, I don't know, can I do the heart? Does it do something? Yes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. I'm gonna buy an Apple product just for that. Yeah, you should. <laughs> like, I can recommend the iPhone to you. It's it's a truly pretty amazing device. Yeah. Anyways, that's everything for the Next Dimension podcast in 2023. Hope you enjoyed it. If yes, give it a thumbs up, and we look forward to see you in 2024. Until then, bye bye. Take care.